He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. All right, folks, here we go. It is Thursday. I'm Drew Berquist. This is my show. Tom has just ordered wings again. <laughs> the studio smells delicious. Should not be eating them. It does. Um, but that's how our breaks are going to be. You can just picture what the breaks are going to be like. Just three grown men mauling. We should turn the other wide we have to show <laughs> it's us. Not, it's not. It's, it's... Gorging on extra hot jerk wings. Mm. Yes. We got, we got a lot to get into. Uh, some reminders. Tomorrow is Friday. Today is kind of like our Friday around here. Last full episode, three to six. We'll be here for the next three hours. We have a absolute crap ton to get into. But Friday, Coin Club members, if you're not a Coin Club member, you can still become a Coin Club member. We'll have uh, 11 a.m. going tomorrow, Friday, for Coin Club. Lots to get into there as well. For you guys who are here in spaces, glad that we're that you guys are here. Just as a reminder, if you're here for the first time, or if, or if you're not and you need a reminder, we will go to you the second part of each hour of the show. So at least three times we're going to toss things to you about a half hour at a at a at a at a pop so stick with us we're not forgetting about you put your hands up get mics and and the second half of each hour will will come to you guys so look forward to conversing with you today in terms of content we're going to talk a little bit about the hurricane we're in florida and talk about the response you had uh desantis who who's done a great job there again you had joe who who found his way down here to florida and made it about climate change of course now, I guess that wasn't in the speech here so much as it was the one in D.C., but we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about climate. People saying, what's climate fear porn? We'll tell you. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll tell you. <laughs> We've got another Ducey versus KJP clip. We've got the Pentagon, who apparently also was focused on climate and climate change initiatives within the military during when, you guessed it, the Afghan withdrawal. Oliver Anthony went on Joe Rogan. Tons of stuff we're going to get to. Before we do, please, 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 please take care of your savings. IRA, 401k, cash savings, whatever it might be, or all of the above. Our economy is in tatters. The digital dollar is being implemented. BRICS is abandoning the U.S. dollar on the global scale. There's so many things happening, and there's a lot of reasons to be concerned. And this is not to scare people. This is just to be prepared. Be smart. You got to prepare for hurricanes. You got to prepare for other things in life. You got to prepare for what's going to happen to the economy with your finances. Good news is we have some friends who can help you. All you got to do is talk to our folks over at American Alternative Assets, get a free wealth protection guide, talk with them, learn how to safeguard your wealth from a failing dollar in volatile markets. You can do so by calling 833, the number two USA Gold, 833-287-2465, or you can visit protectfrombiden.com. Guys, get ahead of this. This invaluable guide will outline the precise steps you need to take immediately to transfer your IRA, your 401k, or parts of them into precious metals, all without any tax consequence. Again, 833, the number two USA gold, or visit protectfrombiden.com. So let's do an update here on, on Florida. And, and please hear, as we get into this, that last word, Florida. We're going to talk about DeSantis here, who is the governor of Florida. This is not a Trump versus DeSantis comparison session. That's not what we're getting into. 
We're going to talk about the response to the storm and DeSantis, who's once again done a bang-up job with a Florida disaster here, suspended his campaign. Props to him for that ahead of the storm to just focus on his job as governor, on the people of Florida. And you had Cruz, who, remember, remember was, was, was it uh, Ian or Irma? I forget the names of the storms. But it was it was it was last year or the year prior. Last year was Ian, and I believe the year before that was Irma, or two years before that. Which is the one who still no Ian last year took out that place. What's the one in Naples? Or not Naples, but Marco. Um, oh, on the, snook in. Yeah, still out of commission. Yeah. Son of a bitch, Ian. It's a great. It's an institution. The snook in. But, anyways, I digress. You had then that law. Remember seeing the footage of electric trucks, people coming in from other states. They were lined up, ready to go in. And you had similar this time. You had folks lined up, ready to go in. First responders, power companies ready to go right after it hit. And while there still are a couple hundred thousand people without power, as you would expect, there's hundreds upon hundreds of thousands who have it restored. Some people have lost a ton, you know, unimaginable amount, full homes in some cases, it's awful, but the point is, is you can't stop all of that. Mother Nature's Mother Nature. The response has been really good. The response has been really good. And here he was uh, yesterday talking about how all the bridges are back open. The bridge to Cedar Key is open just 24 hours or less after Hurricane Adalia came ashore. Here he was talking about it. The Cedar Key Bridge has officially been cleared by FDOT, and uh, residents, first responders, and law enforcement can now pass. Residents should follow the guidance of the local emergency and law enforcement personnel in terms of any type of restrictions that may be on that, but the bridge has been cleared by the state. Uh, all state bridges at this point have also been cleared. So, once again, that's pretty remarkable to to have things go that fast. He, I mean, this, this is where you see him in his element, right? You see Big D in his element when it comes to natural disasters, disaster response. He's exceeded expectations when it comes to this. Staying on top of cultural issues as well, weeding those out before they even get a chance to really fester in Florida. He's, he's been great, uh, as have some other governors too. Again, this is not just about him. That We just happen to have gone through a hurricane and still have some some lasting effects from that. But you look at some of the other governors, for, for example, you look at the contrast between DeSantis and the Hawaii governor, for example, that, that the contrast is huge. If you want to see the difference between a Republican and a Democrat, look at those two. Just put those two side by side and you'll see the mentality. DeSantis was talking with the FEMA folks and everybody for the sheriffs and the counties that were going to be effective, the state police, power companies, everything was all sorted out. I know it's hard to make a comparison between a fire and a hurricane, but the way that you know, he wrote out the hurricane, he's talking about what's going on, making sure that everything is up and running, and then you've got this jackass from Hawaii who was just like, well, you know, there's a lot of things at fault, and mainly it's, you know, the climate crisis that we're under. And it's like, you guys, your mentality has screwed the state of Hawaii. And this is yeah. just, it, you could expect this in any state. Any state that's going to have any kind of a natural catastrophe that's run by Democrats, their response is going to be slow, ineffectual, and not there when you need them. Yeah. 
Whereas if you go to a, typically a Republican state, and especially Florida, we've, we've been kind of spoiled here, having Ron DeSantis, you know, uh, being the guy who's overseeing the, the, the hurricane response. But in years past, growing up in Florida, I remember hurricanes coming through, and especially after Hurricane Andrew, and what a shit show that was. And I believe that was Lawton Childs, which, of course, was a Democrat. That's for you people, for everyone out there who doesn't know. Everything was really bad in Homestead. The National Guard was activated. But, of course, the National Guard couldn't have any bullets in their weapons. So when all the looting was happening, the looters realized there were no weapons and started jacking the guardsmen's rifles. Yeah. <laughs> and what that, Andrew was a absolute disaster. That's what you get with Democrat, yeah. Democrat leadership. You get stupid, stupid decisions like that that are made. Yeah. In the wake of these tragedies. Yeah. No, you absolutely do. And they, they, just their whole mindset is so different with, with it. Because, again, it's, not, it's never about the people. It's not, it's not really in Hawaii, using that as an example, since we're kind of comparing and contrasting a little bit. It's not about the people in Hawaii, right? It's, it's, about, it's about the Dems. It's about their parts. It's about where they want things to go. It's, it, they're just not capable of handling these things. You, you don't want a Democrat— in, in a crisis situation, a trauma situation, any of those, because you, you need someone who's cool, calm, and collected, and you need someone who cares about the people around them, underneath them, all of that. And you're literally missing each and every one of those points with the Democrat. It's just, it's, it's a fascinating, and, and, and you, you say you can't really, and you can't to an extent compare a hurricane and, a, and wildfires like that, but you, you look at the damage of both of these two particular instances, and 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 you really kind of can. I mean, it's right. You you can you can definitely compare the response to it and the response that having all the uh, electrical vehicles ready to go, the electricians, you know, the linemen working on you know, what's to restore power as quickly as possible, and the same thing with in Hawaii, making sure that you have. And I know we've only heard this term because of Joe Biden. Uh, supply chains, making sure <laughs> that things are coming in, you know, food, water, shelter, everything that people are going to need and make sure that all of that aid gets distributed properly. And people, elderly people or people who are just not used to like filling out insurance forms, having that all set to help people out who are going through a traumatic experience like the, the poor folks in Lahaina. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and you and you. <sighs> You mentioned looting earlier for Hurricane Andrew that happened way back when, and sadly there's some looting going on now too in the Gulf Coast as well to a lesser extent. But we're, we're Florida's a different state, right? We're kind of a different breed, odd collection of people. We also collect, for the most part, respect a basic social contract that's in place and, and just kind of go by that, right? That, that kind of guides us along our path. But with that, we also not just care about the community and follow the rules and try not to step on other people, but we take care of ourselves. And if you break into our house after a disaster, we will shoot you until you're dead. And I'm not saying we're the only state to do that. Don't get your, your panties in a bunch there over that, that comment. But definitely in Florida, we've got strong Second Amendment laws here, strong stand-your-ground laws, and it's encouraged. We've got Judd, was it Gray Judd and others who will straight up <laughs> encourage it to like citizens. It's not like we're going to take care of you if you do it. It's like, do it. Uh, that's just how we are. But I bring it all up because Big D reminded all the blue state refugees how we handle business after a hurricane. Here he was on not tolerating looters. 
told all of our personnel at the state level, you know, you, you protect people's property and, and we are not going to tolerate any looting in the aftermath of a natural disaster. I mean, it's just ridiculous that you would try to do something like that on the heels of an almost Category 4 hurricane hitting this community. I'd also just remind potential looters that people, you never know what you're walking into. People have a right to defend their property. Uh, this part of Florida, you got a lot of advocates and some proponents of the Second Amendment. And I've seen signs in different people's yards in the past after these disasters. And I would say it's probably here. You loot, we shoot. You never know what's behind that door. If you go break into somebody's house and you're trying to loot, uh, these are people that are going to be able to defend themselves and their families. So, so I would not do it. Uh, we are going to hold you accountable from a law enforcement perspective at a minimum, and it could even be worse than that, depending on what's behind that door. So let's all band together and lift people up and not try to take advantage of a difficult situation. So... You loot, we shoot. That's a, that's a terminology. That is a concept that's been in place and respected for over 50-plus years. People, people have said it. It's not just DeSantis saying it. But DeSantis means it. And, and moreover, more importantly than what any politician says, the state of Florida means it. And I'll tell you what, folks, that part of the state and west into the panhandle there, that's red. That is, <laughs> that is some red people right there. It's not like we've, we've got a newly elected Democrat mayor in, in Jacksonville – which which sucks. It's awful, right? Northeast Florida is still very Republican, but Jacksonville is one of those red pimples. You've got or blue pimples, excuse me. You've got some of those situations there. <laughs> that doesn't exist out there. It doesn't no. exist out there. I I I would I would be very cautious about walking through one of those doors for sure. But I love that. I mean, and and the bottom line with this is, and it's a good reminder. You are not just in the aftermath of a hurricane. Could be unrest. It could be riots going on in your town it, whatever the case might be you are your 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 best first responder it has to be you you and your family you have to be self-sufficient for your safety more, more and more than ever you could argue with all the uncertainty that's out there oh yeah it, you, you have to yeah <laughs> i keep referring to bill burr when bill burr was talking about first responders he's like i called you <laughs> and that's the mindset that you have to have when, when something traumatic happens in front of you it, uh, and you know there are a lot of people out there that they can't sort it out and they can't process when the world is moving faster than you could ever ever imagine but for the most part at least people in our our audience are capable of being able to manage some sort of a crisis and they know what to do and how to react and that's your best way for if it's a medical condition the survivability of the person that you're you're in contact with as this emergency is going on it's somebody breaking into your house after doing as many shows that I've done with law enforcement there's a huge delay between by the time the 911 call is placed and by the time that law enforcement arrives in the scene and anything can happen in that period of time so it's incumbent on yourself to make sure that you are prepared the best way possible and and you just need to react when something happens and not wait for somebody else to come in and tell you what to do yeah which is which is that that's where the difference lies right our, our most of our folks see that know that 
are prepared to do that. Maybe you haven't had to, and I hope you never have to. Whatever the threat might be, whatever the situation might be. But our side is wired that way. The Democrats are not, and the Democrats <clears throat> don't want you wired that way. I mean, they, they literally breed dependence. People who are reliant upon big daddy government to tell them what to do, when to do it, even when it comes to protecting yourself, even when it comes to self-preservation, that's, that's how they want things to go, right? I mean, that's... Yeah, and the greatest example was Hurricane Katrina. You had so many people who had lost the skill of self-preservation that it was time to leave because a Category 5 was bearing down on New Orleans. They didn't know what to do. Right. And the mayor at the time, who still is in prison for corruption... He wasn't giving any kind of guidance. They, you, you, we, we all saw the video of all those school buses that were just there abandoned that it could have gotten people out of there. But everybody went to the people who stayed behind to ride out the storm all went to the Superdome. And we know what happened inside the Superdome. Jeez, it was yeah. mass chaos inside yeah. there. And it, it's all because the mayor dropped the ball. The governor dropped the ball. They all dropped the ball. And of course, they blame Bush for it because he flew over and looked out the window of what was going on. Right. But the self-preservation skill, that's the one American characteristic that everybody in the Democrat Party is trying to, to weed out of the fiber of the American citizen. Yeah. And we have to fight that. We we have to fight that that giving away your freedom for security. That feeling of oh, okay, if I just submit, then uh, everything will be taken care of. Don't do it because you'll never get it back. Yeah, no, exactly. We always say that. We always say once you give up your freedom, you don't get it back. And we talked yesterday, the day before, about how self sufficiency is the biggest enemy to tyranny. They they, 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 they it's like it's freaking kryptonite to them. They don't know what to do with it. Um, but let's move on. I can see some people getting mics where I promise you we're getting to you here really shortly, but I, I, we got to hit on this and then we'll take a break and come back and, and talk with you guys. But Joe Biden also decided to chime in about Hurricane Adalia. And in true Biden fashion, he did not disappoint. Here's here was the clip. I know from experience how much how much anxiety and fear and concern there are in the people. We didn't lose our whole home, but lightning struck, and we lost an awful lot of it about 15 years ago. Joe, <laughs> your little house fire is not comparable to a near Category 4 natural disaster. It was a Category 4, but it was not quite when it made landfall. I, I mean, how freaking out of touch can you be? The only, the only people Joe can relate to are other corrupt politicians, other perverts who have a penchant for young women, even their own daughters like Joe does. That's the, the, those are the only people who he can actually communicate to on a, I, I hesitate to say human to human level, because being human, you presume that there's some morals and values there. He doesn't have any of those things. But it's, it's remarkable to hear him say this. It's not the only time he said it, by the way, yesterday. We'll play the other one later. But... I, it's his narcissism is on full display when you have nothing of substance to say you're always going to try and insert insert yourself in whatever situation is being it makes some sort of reference because he's not authentic he doesn't give a shit about these people he doesn't give a shit about the people in hawaii it's all about him he makes it always about him and people that have those those narcissistic views or those narcissistic tendencies 
That's what they do. Yeah. They try to they try to bring up something from their past they think is relatable because they're used to sitting around a cocktail party or a faculty lounge and telling a, a cute little story about something that's relatable to whatever the topic is. That's exactly what he's trying to do. You know, that old, oh, shucks, the grandfatherly, I'm just going to, you know, spin a yarn for you guys and talk about how I was almost a victim so I can kind of understand what you're going through and... It's all bullshit. It is. And uh, most of us see it. I would say more than half of America sees it, even some Democrats. Because I know a lot of Democrats are like Kool-Aid drinking sycophants that are going to go all the way down and sit in Waco as the FBI burns it down. That's how dedicated they are to their side. But there's some of them going, you know what? This guy... Is gross. He's gross. Well, again, you can't, when there's the fires in Maui or, or the hurricane in Florida, you can't lament about almost losing your Corvette. Like, I mean, <laughs> everyone should be like, oh, dude, no, no, shut up. Like, don't say that. Even if that's what you're thinking. Yeah, there's, there's AIDS <laughs> waving you off. It's, yeah, you just, but, but you can't, you say you got to just do better, but you can't do better if, if you're that kind of a person. And you cannot relate to everyday Americans, which he can't, and all of his colleagues can't. People, so many people can't. It's it's ridiculous. Uh, real quick, before question of the day here, I see some speakers. I see some stuff there. Uh, Umbrella Echo said two things that I want to reference real quick on Rumble. The lesson from Katrina is how fast society will break down when food or water are gone. Truth, absolutely truth. Uh, and and I, I fear we're going to have more of that in. Not, not necessarily because of a hurricane, but because of other stuff. So always be prepared. doesn't matter what state you're living in. We live in America in 2023, and it's bat, batshit crazy out there. So, so please be prepared. Be smart. Um, and, and that's that. Then also, uh, Umbrella Echo also said over there, how are these they seeing people with mics? Is there a live audience there? So on X Space, we on, on RVM Network treat X Space kind of like old school terrestrial radio where people can listen to the show that way, but also engage. There's there's ways to raise a hand, get a microphone, and and participate in the show over there. So we'd love for you to check it out and try it out. It's 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 new to us on this is my show. We're just you know really like a week or so in, but we're loving it. It's been so fun. The engagement's been great. But we also don't want you leaving all the other platforms. You watch or listen wherever you're comfortable with. Keep in mind too that if you happen to try both, <laughs> the video is 90 seconds behind. Uh, the X space because the X space is, is real time audio uh, because of how we're able to do and produce high quality video. We have part of that process includes a 90 second delay. So just, you know, you've been warned on that. If you come over to do the X space, just mute rumble or Facebook or YouTube or wherever you are uh, during that time when you're, when you're on that point, cause it'll get confusing for you. Um, <clears throat> okay. Let's do this. Let's get to question of the day. Then we'll take a break and we'll come back to you guys. So the question is this. We're going to talk climate change on the other side of this break. Actually, over several topics the rest of the show today. So the question is, do restrictions because of a climate pandemic, finger parents on pandemic, get declared in the next year? We're heading into an election year. There's lots of rhetoric. Do restrictions because of a climate pandemic get declared in the next year? Restrictions meaning some form of lockdown, or something that has an effect on your everyday life as a what should be free American citizen. Let us know your answers. We'll get to ours as well. We'll get to you guys in next spaces. So if you want to come on up 
get yourself a, 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 a microphone from Shell. We'll do all that on the other side of the break. Stick around. Moms and dads of America, you love your kids. You love God. You love this country. And you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books. They are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember, the land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud. We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now. 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now. 833 833- 287-2465. Act swiftly. is in the river. The crow flies at midnight. Titwillow, Titwillow, you magnificent Titwillow. Scripps.
Travis goes to court at the Thunderdome. The busboy lactates. All right, welcome back, folks. Let's get to that question of the day, which was do restrictions because of a climate pandemic get declared in the next year? Once again, my <clears throat> my lips are on fire. <laughs> They're so hot. <laughs> Those wings. Um, Jill says, yes, they're getting desperate for us to forget about the big guy in Obama being gay. I like not only the response, but the detailed response. Uh, they're starting with the COVID crap, but don't think they'll, they'll, there'll be enough people to play along with this time, so they'll switch it up, says Ginger. They will. People who drank the Kool-Aid will believe it, says Carolyn. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> that wasn't a laugh, right? That was a cough. It, it was something. <laughs> Umbrella Echo going to the next level. Maybe we should eat wings before the show instead of during the show. Maybe, yeah. Coughing. And uh, I think it's going to be so substantial that they declare martial law and cancel the elections. It's a scenario that you could see happening either over climate, war in Ukraine, something to do with Britney Spears. You just you name it. Oh, yeah. For sure. Especially the Britney one. Yeah. Um, that is the ultimate goal, says Ec- uh, Barb says, confirming Echo. Um <clears throat> What do you think, Tom? Next year? Within the next year? I think it, it, if Biden's ratings keep going down, they're going to clamp down harder on everybody. And the, the whole climate pandemic is going to be there. Because right now, everyone's talking about, you know, the new variant and a possible lockdown and bringing masks back and everything. And there's been such a pushback so far that I think they're going to let that die off a little bit, but then come back with it. But if it doesn't get any traction they're going to definitely go this climate route because it's something they haven't gone down. They saw how compliant people were in the past, and especially the the people who like to be governed harder will really take up that cause, just like they did with the masks, and be all in, shaming other people, screaming at other people, calling the police if they're breaking some kind of climate rule. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it, there's going to be a direct correlation between Biden's uh, poll numbers and this climate uh, pandemic lockdown. Okay. Disco? <clears throat> yeah. I, I'm kind of on the same page as Tom, but my question is what comes next if we don't comply to the climate change fear porn? What's the next thing that they're going to try to do that's going to have lockdowns? Is it another variant? Is it monkeypox 2.0? I think it has to do with, yeah, I mean, uh, who knows, but I think it has to do with you know, we, we, you can't, you can't go out as much. You can't, yeah. there's going to be restrictions that have to do with your lifestyle that they believe connect directly to climate change, which is a fallacy, but there will be to a lot of the conversation going on here. There will be people who, who say, yeah, let's. Once we go to the digital currency, it really won't matter what they decide. If they say, okay, tomorrow is a climate lockdown, you can resist all you want, but your money's gone at that point if you do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uplifting. So uplifting. <laughs> do we just end the show now? Maybe. Maybe. So we can drink milk or whatever you're supposed to do for super hot wings. Um, <laughs> what? Let's do it. Gen, well, I see Gen X has got a, a, uh, a microphone. We're glad you're here again, Gen X. Do you have something for us? 
Well, I'm glad I was ready to press that microphone. Uh, you know what? Maybe it'll be um, something around the weight of Chris Christie going into a pool and a tsunami. Um, I don't know. Oh, it's a good one. Something like that, right? You yeah. know, like that will affect the whole East Coast. Could that happen? It could. It would. It would certainly. Uh, Chris Christie getting into a pool would give us more water than we got on the East Coast for Medallia. <laughs> that's that's for damn sure. I mean, they got a lot on the other side, but yeah, I could I could see Chris Christie in a climate change connection. I th- I think it's if Chris Christie and Nadler jump in a pool together. Oh, that's an awful visual. It's an awful visual. <laughs> And then getting on one, getting on the other. Shoulder. Playing chicken. Oh, <laughs> who's on top, though? It's got to be Nadler on top, right? Yeah. For think. chicken, folks. We're not yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're eating chicken and talking chicken, chicken not. But then who, who is he enticing? Who are they enticing to play around a chicken? Oh, I would go with uh, AOC on top of Fetterman. <laughs> Real Fetterman or new fake? Mustache Fetterman. Mustache Fetterman. I got to go. Good night, everybody. Fetterman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so special. Uh, so, Peter Ducey, well, if you guys have uh, things that you want to get into, by, by all means, uh, put your hand up. Let Shell know. Disco Shell, you let me know. But uh, let's get into this, because Peter Ducey asked KJP about the president's response to Maui. We were talking Florida earlier. We kind of dovetailed Maui in a little bit. But he asked her about the response to the Maui fires as opposed to the response of Ron DeSantis, which we've already covered here was that exchange. Okay, and it seems like the hurricane response so far is robust. Did you guys realize that the initial Hawaii wildfire response was not that good? Or is it just easier for people to get help from the White House when the president is not on vacation? So the premise of your question and the way you posed your question, I disagree, just for the record. Uh, so if you talk to, if you were to do your reporting and speak to the governor of Hawaii, the senators uh, of Hawaii, the folks on the ground, they would say that the president reacted in record time when it came to dealing with the wildfires, uh, when it came to dealing and making sure that they got everything that they need on the federal level to deal with what was going on on the ground. Let's not forget there were more than 600 uh, uh, federal employees on the ground already to assist uh, with the wildfires in Maui. So your question is is wrong, it's flawed in many, many ways. And I would, I would, uh, I would advise you to go speak to the governor and the local and state officials in, in, uh, in Hawaii. Okay. Okay. Shut your mouth. <laughs> One of the hardest parts of doing this show, mm-hmm. particularly when we air KJB clips, KJP clips, is is trying to find other words to use <laughs> other than idiot or buffoon, dolt, moron, worthless, brain dead, special needs, block it, whatever. You're an idiot. Waste of space. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it's just really hard to even focus on what's being said. The nice thing is that she never actually says anything, so it, it's it's fair that we just pick on her instead. But let's unpack her response here to Peter Ducey as, as it was. Because she says, the premise of your question and the way you posed your question I disagree with. Okay, first and foremost, this is something you need to understand as a press secretary. It doesn't matter what you think of the question. Your job is super simple. Answer it. Yeah. Don't get mad. You're asking, I don't, you know what? It offends me how you asked the question. I don't like your question. You're it, mean. It doesn't matter what you think. It's not like he was like, because you're black and a lesbian, how do you feel about this? He didn't bring that up. No. He just asked a valid question. He's, he's, <laughs> he's really one of the only ones who does. But then she goes on. She says, 
if you, Peter Ducey, do your reporting and talk to the governor of Hawaii and the senators of Hawaii and folks on the ground, they would say the president reacted in record time. They're all Democrats. <laughs> if you talk to my best friend and my sister, they're going to tell you just what I said. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's what she said. I mean, that she's so freaking out of touch. She's just an idiot. She's a diversity hire who is completely without talent. I mean, it makes perfect sense that she's in this job. I get why she's there according to their standards and how they do things. But it's it's remarkable that someone can be so untalented, so unaware of how the real world works, and so unprepared to answer questions that a press secretary gets every day. But then she goes on and she says, your question is wrong and flawed in many ways. She, KJP, like all Democrats, has no substance to her argument or character. She's, she's just as vapid as every party member on their side. All right, we've got a hand up. I'm sick of talking. If you want to talk about KJP, we will. But we've got a hand up. Let's, Gen X. Let's go to Gen X. Can I swear? You, it's called This Is My Show. We literally have cuss jars here because of how much we swear. So please do. Excellent. Then I have two words. Condescending bitch. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Those Is bitch even a, a swear? I mean, I love it, Gen X. She is. She's so condescending. And it would be one thing if you were condescending. It's still not cool, right? It's still not good. But when you have like a, a real academic type and they, they're really smart on a particular issue and they're condescending, it's like, okay, you shouldn't be a condescending bitch, but at least you know what you're talking about as it pertains to the topic. She is, but she doesn't understand anything. I mean, she gets like scissoring and some stuff like that, but she doesn't get... <laughs> The topics or the issues that that it's actually that face right there, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a Democrat default position. Is if you feel like that you're not winning somebody over on the substance of a conversation that you're having, you automatically default to smugness and condescension because you want to make that person feel stupid. Yeah. It's just another way of bullying, and Democrats have perfected it. We, we saw it during COVID. We talked about this yesterday when, oh, where's your degree from? Oh, I didn't realize you were a doctor. It's always that kind of shit that they do whenever you just are asking a question about anything. Yeah. And the reason why they default to that is just like KJP. They're dumb. They know their talking points and they go out and they just regurgitate their talking points. And then when they're asking asked a question of substance, they don't know the answer to it because all they know is talking points. And so that's when they always default to smugness or calling you a racist or anything else they feel like they could demean you with. That's the best. Is Yeah, it's you're racist, you're xenophobic, you're homophobic. Uh, according to your standards, yes, I sure am. We got uh, Miss G. He's got her hand up. Hey, I kind of disagree with you all because here's my take on the diversity hire. Um... She's annoyed. Pete puts her on the spot every day. He's a pain in her ass. She knows what she's doing. She's there to do it, and she don't care. They don't care. Yeah. It is all out there. The veil has been lifted. They know what they can and can't do, and they roll with it. And they don't give a hell. Yes, who the hell? They don't give a fuck what we think. 
plain and simple. She knows she looks like an ass, but she don't care because she only knows that she looks like an ass to us people. So she can be smug because she's annoyed and she does it daily. But unfortunately for her, people like Peter Ducey will come for her every day. And she knows it and she's just annoyed by it. So more than that, nah, I don't give her any credit for anything. Yeah. No, I think no, I think you're right. I think what well, I think there's parts of both that are true and it's kind of the same thing in some respects, but absolutely. She's peeved that she has to answer a question from someone who's not on her team because most everyone in that room is asking approved questions. Yeah. Questions that lead her to water and walk her down a response that allows her to just stay on narrative, stick to their approved talking points, all of that. So absolutely she's annoyed. And and I, I totally agree too. Masks are off. It used to be we were seven, eight years removed from where this used to be a lot more covered up and there was a lot more fakery going on and had people guessing somewhat. Now it is literally F you, we don't care. Yes, you conservatives will see through it and call it, but our friends won't, and the other people who are out there who aren't paying enough attention won't, so we don't care. I I, I think you're 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 absolutely on to something there, Miss G and Wright. That's that's just the, the point where we are in the country. They, they And they do it on everything. It could be on policy, and it frequently is on policy. We're going to put forth this policy. We're going to say we're going to say it's good for all Americans, and we're going to lie to your face, and we're going to talk about what's in it. Well, you know what? We're going to have a bill. We're going to call it something else, and then it's, it's going to be about improving you know, food and home for people, but it's really going to be about climate change and pedophilia, whatever the case might be. They never, like, match up. We're going to tell you it's good, and the some of you are— The Inflation Reduction Act. Perfect example. We're going to tell you it's good. We're going to tell you it's about this and all the benefits, and everyone who sees through it is like, no, it's actually not about that, and there's no benefits to it. We've read through it. All it does is increase our deficit, hurt our economy, hurt everyday Americans, and they look at us like, yeah, shut up. We, we know you're right, but we're not going to let you have a voice because you're on the wrong side. We control all the levers. We control the media. We control big tech. So you can suck a dick because we're just going to say whatever we want. I, it's, it's I hold the conch. Right. So they get to say what they want. And it's it's ludicrous. But that's where we are. We're back. We're at like the middle school stage of, of things uh, in our country. It's 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 absolutely. It, 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 it befuddles me. I'm always I'm out, I'm out of words on it. It's just it's ridiculous that this is where we are as a country. But. Alas, this is where we are as a country. Yeah. And when you were talking about how they were a lot more careful about we, we we can't come out directly to the American people and tell them what we're all about. Now they don't give a shit. That's the whole thing with Obama. When Obama was smoking crack and drilling dudes, everybody <laughs> from the Obama side, Obama camp was, if you follow the story, you're not getting access to anything. And so that's why the media all backed off. Yeah. And now it's the Democrat Party is, yeah, they're like, we are Marxists. What are you going to do about it? Because guess what? We control everything. We control all the choke points. There's nothing you can do. We used to, you guys used to have the military. You don't have that anymore. Have you met Millie? Have you met Austin? Yeah, they're on our team. And you can tell those two fat fucks are not on our team. They're they're on the communist team. 100%. They're doing, they do that with everything within the federal government. They get people in these spots 
that are the gatekeepers for each of these bureaucracies, and they just put the hammer down, and they do whatever they have to do to make sure the party succeeds. Because that, for the communists, that's all that matters is the success of the party. Absolutely. Well, and, you, you know, you talk Lloyd Austin and, and, and Millie, and we're going to talk Austin after the break. Uh, actually, no, we're going to talk Austin in the third hour. But we're talking Austin today. But you're saying how they've got the military now. And again, the, the actual war fighters are on our side, but the apparatus itself is not. But you know it's lost, and you know they're, they're sticking a finger in your eye or more appropriate something in your ass if it's a Democrat— when they literally are, are boasting about their trans people, they're showing people in uniform, in pup play costume. Like, it, it, there's so many things where it's like, yeah, this is who we are. Yeah. And we don't care about you. Who cares? You're a xenophobe. You're a homophobe. You're all those things. You like America. America sucks. That's how they look at it. Stop the hate. Stop the hate. Or we're not. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> fucking pup play. <laughs> I'll never get that image of that dude in that mask out of my head. It, it, it's so freaking reprehensible. Not just the act itself, but seeing someone in uniform with it on. With it on. That. That's our government. I need, I need a safe space right now. Well, we're on a space right now on Twitter. That's true. We're yeah. on a, we're on yeah, a space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of, if you're on x space right now and you would like to chime in come on up get yourself a microphone raise your hand shell and disco will let us know you're there and you're ready and we'd love to get to your commentary reminder we've got a little a couple more minutes here where we'll do that then we're going to take a break we're going to go into a new story we will talk about it typically how this flows for this is my show is it's the first half hour of every hour is new stories commentary from us and the team here and then we toss things over to you. So please, please be patient. Uh, I know that's a hard thing sometimes these days, but we will get to you. We want to get to you. That's 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 where we are. Um, Millie is a greasy assed closet <laughs> cross dresser, says Umbrella Echo. I would ha I would agree with that assessment. Yes. No, it is a it's a good assessment for sure. We by the way, we've also got coming up today which I don't know how this translates on spaces. My, my guess is it maybe doesn't a whole lot, but we will describe as well as we can. We've got meme-tastic, because on Thursdays we do That's Meme-tastic, and we share some of the best memes of the week, which, by the way, if you're new to the show and you're in spaces or on a different platform, you can always send an email to <coughs> producer at redbeachmedia.com and... Give us your best. So remember, Shell has the video uh, link in That's the true. X hole. In the X hole, yes. Um, so they just, would be guys, seen just it. Put it in the hole. Yeah. Yes. If, you, if you think it's good, put it in there. We're talking pup play and X holes. Yes. <laughs> so I, I brought this in. This could be the song that uh, KJP listens to before she gets up on the podium. All right. Are we going to get dinged for licensing on this? No, this is just three women playing piano singing. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go. I don't want nobody. Mm. 
I want that as my ringtone. <laughs> can we hold on? Can we speaking of ringtones? Can we show Tom's new toy? Because all oh, sure. everyone knows. Don't show it yet. Everyone oh. knows that Tom is our special person. He's a, he's he does things a little different, right? His style overflows. Yes, it, it's like. It's like in a good way. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. But his style, his charisma, just is like been vomited onto him <laughs> and and all of us. So he likes to do things different, which which we're so grateful for. And he likes to pace around the parking lot of the, <laughs> the facility where we're at on phone calls. I'm a pacer too, but he paces now with his retro adapter for his cell phone that looks like this. Voila. It's amazing. <laughs> For those watching in X Space, it is a old, old red handset. Yeah, yeah. It's like the uh, the the hotline between the White House and the Kremlin. Yeah. But you, how this happened? A lot of times when I'm outside p- pacing around on the phone, I've got my earbuds in, and since I have so much hair and beard, nobody sees the earbuds. So one, they think I'm a lunatic, just sort of talking to myself, <laughs> yelling at parked cars, <laughs> and then. <laughs> Other people try to engage me in conversation. I'm like, oh, no, I'm sorry, on the phone. Now, when I'm out there walking around, everybody knows that I'm on the phone. Yes, and they definitely <laughs> won't continue to think you're crazy. Yeah, well, exactly. No doubt. There's no receiver. There's nothing. He's just walking around like <laughs> a blackboard that, that, that ends in his pocket. <laughs> yes, Mr. President. <laughs> I think that's Thomas. Do we have Thomas? So we have two hands up now. All right, I, let's let Shell, whoever's first, you you lead the way. Okay, we're gonna go with Angry Pop. Let's do it, Angry Pop. The only, the only uh, climate change they're really worried about is the political climate change because we, the people, have woken up to their crap, and we've had enough. That's the political, that, that's the real climate change they're really worried about, the threat of we the people. 100%, 100% angry, Pop. I think you're right. They are more concerned about it. And I think it's, you, you see as a consequence of more people waking up. They, they played their hand too hard. They doubled down, went too hard with COVID, with the election, with so many things. And it backfired in the sense that, that more people are waking up now, uh, which is good for us, right? Because awareness is key to keeping our republic. But but that's why they're also having to double down and do all this nonsense. It's like, we have got to squash this and squash it fast because they, people are waking up. People are paying attention. People are seeing there's investigations that aren't going to go anywhere, granted, but there's investigations further documenting how corrupt the system is. You've got all the, the bogus indictments of Trump, whether you're a Trump person, not a Trump person. You've got all these bogus bullshit indictments. So it's it's... It's absolutely why we're experiencing what we're experiencing. And that is climate change is the best way that they can capture more control over people using that as their top cover, as the ruse. It's about clients. Everyone just do your part. And really what it is, is everyone fall in line because we're losing a grip on this thing. And we need something like that to reestablish it and reestablish it fast or we're in trouble. 
I always talk about how good Democrats are at the propaganda game, and the reason why they're so good at it is they control the language. Just listen to this conversation that we're having now. We're using the term climate change, even though most of us don't believe that climate change is an existential threat. What I think most of us believe that the weather works on planetary cycles. Everything is cyclical. You're going to go through periods of time where you have... Uh, global warming and then you're going to go through periods of time where we have global cooling it's to me all of the 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 system that is set up with the planet the planet knows when it needs to expel something or when it needs to right itself and to think that human beings have the ability to alter that course to me is just mind-blowing when you talk about the hurricanes Hurricanes suck because you know your power goes out. Your house has you, you have the ten, you know has the potential of being blown away or flooded. But hurricanes actually serve a very good use for us in Florida. Is the fact that if, if we get to a point where our coastlines are all boogered up with red tide or with any kind of bacteria or um, any kind of algae bloom or anything like that. All that stuff gets sucked out, and the environment has a, a chance to reset itself. You mean God knew what he was doing? I kind of think <laughs> yeah. that there was some sort of plan put in place. <laughs> well, no, there's been videos, and I was trying to find one that I just can't, you know, I don't want to pull up the vo of audio while we're talking. But there was a video where the guy's like, hey, the ozone's been healing itself. It's, it's what, how Mother Nature works. And right now, I know the biggest deal is like, oh, now we have this greenhouse effect because we've we've saved the ozone. So now, what are we going to do? Like, we got to stop using gasoline, fossil fuels. And you're like, whoa, like we just there was a hole, and now it's been fixed, and now you're mad that it's fixed. Yes. Like, like, come on, it takes away yeah. a talking point. I'm yeah. telling you, so much of this stems from. It sounds so simplistic. So much of this stems from whether it's narrative, whether it's the actual stuff that's going on, the absence of God, right? So the Democrats flee from him like it's nobody's business. And in fact, they're mad that I just called him him. Right. It's, the, the, but, but it's like, all, just tr trust him. He created all of this. He created you. I think he's got it. Your problem is, is you don't like that he's God and you're not. Right. And so many of our problems, I, I know that it crosses all these lines, political and, and cultural and all that. But I think it's true. And it remains at that point where you're, you're forcing these issues because you're not comfortable that you're not in control. And in the case of American politicians, that's what you crave. And, and politicians everywhere, for that matter. That's what you crave. You crave control because you're a sick, maniacal bastard. Yeah, and remember, it was save the rainforest, don't cut down the trees. Now it's cut down the trees for buildings that are going to— Be green. <laughs> —that are going to purify the air for us. Oh, so we're going to cut down the things that God created to purify the air— to make a building that's going to do that. Fantastic. Save the whales unless you're making a wind farm out in the ocean. <laughs> Other than that, then whales be damned. Whales be damned. Yeah, th this, uh, this is how crazy the whole climate exercise has become. I was listening to an interview with a guy who runs a biotech company, and he has intact DNA from a woolly mammoth. And they're right now a year away from creating their own woolly mammoth and unleashing it. In north of bringing, and we're bringing it back <laughs> really bad idea just saying but okay right. continue but he couches this technology with bringing back the woolly mammoth to back uh, getting it up toward the polar ice cap to the toward the north pole inside the the polar circle 
being able to help the woolly mammoth helping the habitat that has been destroyed by climate change <laughs> and all he's doing it all he, he's he's getting billions and billions of dollars to make a dinosaur just say i want to make a dinosaur right and then don't <laughs> yeah. Seriously. A, watch fucking jurassic park there's a reason why it's they're a documentary extinct. there's a reason why they're extinct yes I'm, tell, I'm telling you, that is a slippery slope. We're going to get there. Our kids are going to deal with that because they are. They're, re they're re reintroducing a woolly mammoth, which is not a small creature. <laughs> and then someone's going to say, yeah, let's do the velociraptor. <laughs> they're trying to make apes and stuff have human brain. Like they're trying, which, which in fairness now, maybe that's good because most human brains are trash these days. But uh, the, the amount of stuff that's coming with that. But uh, let's do this real quick. I know there's another hand up. Before I, before I get to the next hand, though, don't miss Shellshock tonight on X Spaces, powered by RVM Network. It'll be 8 p.m. Shell Cat, always doing an amazing job. You've got uh, a great guest tonight coming on and Jim Pfaff, so please check that out. Mark your calendars tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern for Shell Shocked, and with that, I will toss it to the next guest. It's Thomas. Hey, Thomas. Hey, guys. Good, good afternoon. So, you know, I, the last couple of days, I've been trying to post actual physical proof to people about these different narratives that is being pushed on the community. You know, the, the, the climate change grip. It, it, climate change was here before we were here, and it's sure it's here that's going to be here after we, we are ejected from this planet, by this planet. You know, so uh, one of the things I put down in, in the blue pill was the actual wording from these damn earloop ear loop masks. So I, I'm just asking people to to copy that picture, and if it takes people to actually put this in front of people's faces to get them to understand that, read it with your own eyes, understand it, and realize that we're being lied to. So, anyway, thanks, guys. I appreciate the couple seconds. Yeah, no, absolutely. We appreciate you as always showing up here, not just here, but. So many of the RVM spaces, uh, you're, you're awesome, Thomas. But yeah, no, it, it is. And, that, and, and here's, the pro here's the problem it's, it's, that's making it difficult to get more people realizing that. It's because no one wants to think about and understand the fact that our own government and media has literally been lying to us forever. It's a, it's a hard pill to swallow. And, it and, and until it really affects you, and it's affected everyone for sure with COVID and lockdowns and and election stuff and and all the stories that are talked about in the media it's affected people it just affects them harder and and in a more intense ways at different times so until they're affected by it they don't really wake up they might they might hear what we say what you say thomas or what we say in the show or what any of our colleagues in conservative media say and be like that's interesting but that I don't want I don't want that to be true. So I'm just going to I'm going to tuck my head down and keep going and hope that it's not true and hope that it's not as bad as people are saying it is. Even though deep down now that you've planted that seed, I kind of think that you're right and it probably is, but I don't want it to be. Yeah. And I, I think that's where a lot of people I know so many people who fall in that bin. Yeah, I, I fell into that bin when it, during I didn't want to be called a conspiracy theorist during the whole uh, JFK assassination and so i just went along with it that 
it, when you shoot somebody, a head will just do that. <laughs> if, if the gunshot's coming from behind, that the exit wound is always from the back if if the shot's coming from the back, always. I it, 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 it took me a while to realize that the government has been lying to most of us, well, to everybody, and it took me a while to, to wake up to that and embrace it and say, okay, if they're lying to me about weapons of mass destruction, what else are they lying to me about? Oh, the Kennedy assassination, let's go back to that. So there's now, there's no way that anybody can tell me. Well, I, I'm open to any sort of conversation, but as it, as it looks to me right now, it looks like I believe the kill shot came from the front somewhere. I uh, know there's speculation that it may have been the driver or it may be the three tramps, whoever it was. I have now realized that how duplicitous our own government can be that I don't trust them anymore. I don't trust them on anything. Yeah. No. I, 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 and, and for good reason, right? I mean, I think a lot of people are getting there. A lot of people have been there for a long time. That's good, good on you. Everyone's getting there at their own time. The, the key thing is not necessarily when you get there. It's that you do get there. Yeah. Uh, the, the only only caveat to that is the time is dwindling. It's dwindling. It's, it's going fast. The fuse is almost at the end. Um, okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, reminder, we're going to dive into a new story. We're going to talk about it. Then we're going to bring you guys in. And it's going to have to do still with climate change. We're sticking with it because Biden says we cannot deny climate change anymore. Tom's Tom's already denying. Oh, yeah, he's he's denying. I am too. We're all I'm, going I'm to deny it. Yeah. But we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. We got a couple other things on the issue. We'll get to you guys again. Please stick with us. We'll be right back. How in the world could such a small group of people with limited resources change world history? But in fact, that's happening, and it's the power of the truth. The truth is like kryptonite. Healthcare isn't, in some sense, working very well. Foster Colson is thinking about this. He's got a new company, an online healthcare platform called The Wellness Company. Telehealth company called The Wellness Company. The Wellness Company. TWC.health is The Wellness Company. The most popular product is the detoxification supplement that features natokinase. Natokinase is the only enzyme that we're aware of right now that dissolves the spike protein. Spike protein is loaded in the body with the COVID-19 infection and definitely with the vaccines. We've been completely accurate on the spread of the virus, early treatment, on the deficiencies in hospital care, and now the deaths that are occurring after vaccination. This is a human outrage and it's occurring at the end of a hypodermic needle. Isn't it interesting? Natural substance is combating this man-made disaster. Get more of Drew, and this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM network, 
and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833 833- 287-2465. Act swiftly. Welcome back. Those of you on Spaces, that was Tom in a dinosaur outfit eating disco. Um, in a flamingo costume. Yeah, and, and it's a natural <laughs> predator-prey relationship. Velociraptor yeah. flamingo. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I see a couple <clears throat> new folks, at least I think I do, that popped up as speakers on X Space. We will get you, I promise. We're just going to dive into the story real quick, so hang, hang with us. But let's continue with the world's most famous hoax, climate change, which is going to... <laughs> To kill the planet, according to them, right? It's going to kill the planet. The only way to stop it is by giving all of your money and freedoms to the government. Duh. Here's what Pedo Peter had to say about it. Take a listen. I don't think anybody can deny the impact of the climate crisis anymore. Just look around. Historic floods. I mean, historic floods. More intense droughts. 
extreme heat, significant wildfires have caused significant damage like we've never seen before, not only throughout the Hawaiian Islands and the United States, but in Canada and other parts of the world. We've never seen this much fire. And while we're dealing with this latest extreme weather event, I remain laser focused on recovering and rebuilding efforts in Maui. We were out there and many of you were there as well. It's devastating what happened there. When I took office, I directed my team to raise our game in how we lead and coordinate our responses to natural disasters. And uh, because I've been around a while and I've known how these function. To ensure we met people where they are, when they need our help the most. Because of the devastation of wildfires from California, New Mexico, Oregon, Washington State, Idaho, Louisiana, we've learned a heck of a lot. A lot of damage in the meantime, but we've learned a heck of a lot. And we're putting the lessons we've learned to work. So extreme weather event. <laughs> Is he the weather czar now too? Because he knows he's been around a while. He knows. Around a while. <clears throat> yeah. Remember when they were just called hurricanes? Yes. Tornadoes. We have hurricane season. Yes. It's June to November, Joe. Every year. Every year. It's just, again, we've talked about this. This has been happening long before any of us were here. And it will happen long after we are gone. But let's be very clear about what he's talking about. Especially as it pertains to the wildfires there. More than half of the wildfires have been caused by arson not climate change. And the other fires are a direct result of Democrat lunacy when it comes to forestry management. <laughs> They're just point, period, end of story, not climate change. I, I, I don't see how anyone is falling for this. Right. Well, they, they all, they, they pivot back to, oh, the planet's warming. We haven't seen temperatures this intense. Remember back in either... 1913, the hottest temperature on record? Yeah, exactly. No, I wasn't here. <laughs> <laughs> but there were, the news reports were coming out. This, these are the hottest days that we've had in a period of time. Guess what? I did a little research on that. that we, in 1980, we had 17 days in a row of above average temperatures. And guess what 1980 was? 1980 was the year that the media lost interest in the coming ice age <laughs> because of that summer. And that's when it turned into global warming. Yes. But getting back to the uh, forestry management part of this, this is part of the Democrat lunacy. After living in California for 10 years, the issues that they have out there with their brush fires and their wildfires is the fact that they can't clear any of the land. When a tree dies, falls over in the forest, instead of pulling it out, they just let it rot in the thought that it should go back to Mother Earth, where it should be, a natural mulch, so the life cycle can keep perpetuating itself. But the fact of the matter is, if you don't pull that out, it gets dry and it becomes your tinder. It's kindling. Yeah. For any little cigarette butt, any crazy climate activist, it, they they look for that kind of tinder to set their fires. Yeah. No, abs- it, 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 you're absolutely right. And Doug said earlier, since when does arson qualify as climate change before we, <laughs> right, yeah. before we got to that point? But— Right, like ju- rioting is supposed to help social justice. <laughs> Most full peaceful protesting. Yeah, yeah. Tom. It, it, that's the Democrat mind, though, right? 
But but 99% of all the issues, uh, the, the fire stuff we just talked about, clear as day. All preventable. Not saying all fires preventable, but the ones we've talked about on a national level, preventable. But 99% of the issues that we're dealing with in this country and across the planet, for that matter, stem from Democrats and their love of big government. It goes back to what we talked about earlier before the break. Them wanting, them needing control for all that they want to do. And it's not even just all that they want to do. Part of it is literally just they want control. And to them, climate change is the war on terror. The whole, the concept of the threat is ever present. If you don't submit to changing your life, you're an enemy combatant. Yeah. I mean, how much do we see that? Not just with climate change, with so many things. No, 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 no. There's no room on this particular issue for, for disagreement. You're either with us and for humanity or you're against us. No, there's still plenty of room. And, and also, by the way, you're wrong. You're, you're wrong. But Joe wasn't done. He wasn't done talking in that little press conference we showed the last clip from because he had to bring up the lightning strike story again. Here it was. I didn't anything like that, but I lightning struck my house. We had to be out of that house for about seven months while it was repaired because so much damage was done to the house and half the house almost collapsed. <laughs> half the house. It was a kitchen fire that almost caused half the house to collapse. <laughs> to be in his head. Was this house just made out of wood? <laughs> well... It, it, growing up, there was a, a little house in our neighborhood that was one of the original houses that was on the plantation that was there before it became a neighborhood. And a guy fell asleep, and he's dead now, but with a cigarette in his mouth. But it was literally just made from wood. There was no insulation, nothing. And it, because he fell asleep with a cigarette in his mouth, it poof, went up in flames. Is that the kind of house that, that Biden's talking about? I don't know. I'm just saying, I think we've probably referenced it before. I, By the way, I love the movie Big Fish. Great movie. One of my favorites. Yeah. It's an amazing movie. If you don't cry your face off at the <laughs> end, you're as dead as Mitch McConnell. It is such a good film, but there's all those tall tales in it. It's like, that's Joe Biden's brain. Yeah. <clears throat> that's the perfect picture of Joe Biden's brain. But the difference in Big Fish, those were actually true they stories. Were, they they the did end, end yeah. up being true. But throughout the film, you didn't know it. Right, exactly. And it seemed like... They were just these tall tales. Well, it was the perspective of the sun. And now we've spoiled the movie. Yeah. But <laughs> it was from the perspective of the sun yeah. telling, you know, no, these weren't true. But then at the end, you see them all show up and you're like, Wait. do we just skip a show one day and watch that? And yeah, I love that movie. Oh, my gosh. Accidentally get the sauce in Jessica her eyes. Lang. Oh. Yeah. Jessica Lang. I'm not even going to say it. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> pull it in. Power. Power. Um, point being. He just keeps going back to the same old, tired stories over and over again. And, and, and what's funny is, is we talked earlier about how he's just trying to relate. But here's the thing. Not only does it not relate, not only can he, can he not relate, but no one cares. Right. No one cares that your Corvette or your house was split in two, particularly because it wasn't. But just just straight up no one cares joe you're a 50 plus year dc politician douchebag plus every time he tells the, retells the story there's something else that changes to it <laughs> right like when he was in lahaina talking about the story he was like well i was in dc on a vote you know a freshman senator from the state of delaware and the lightning came and did this whole thing it, it talks about the story. It goes, it, and I got back in time to see, you know, the firefighters, you know, put out the fire in the 20 minutes that it took. It's like, okay, 
So you're telling this story. You're an hour and a half away. <laughs> a fire breaks out at your house. You hop on a train. You go from a train from D.C. down to your house in Delaware. You get off the train, get to your house to see the fire trucks coming to put out the fire. <laughs> but it's those little parts of the story that I know that I'm kind of weird and like retaining sort things that people say to me. But other people will just blow that off where I'm like, that just like gets in my craw and I can't, I can't let go of it because every time he tells the story, there's always something a little bit different about the story. Yeah. No, I would, in fairness, I don't like the guy at all. I don't feel bad for his cognitive decline. Oh, I don't either. I, I, I'm not one who wishes for his death. I just want him to be in prison and then, you know, eventually life will take, take its course there. I just don't want him to be president is, is where I stand on things. But I would love if I was ever offered an exclusive interview, I would be like, hey, I don't want to do a traditional interview. Here's what I want to do. I want to give you a drink. I'm going to have a drink. And I'm just going to ask you for your favorite stories on issues. It could be his his fake college football career. It could be this that I just I want them all captured there because I'm, I really am fascinated by all of them. When you want. Watch his mom wipe off the grease off the windshield. Remember yes, that one? Yes, and, and the little black boys rubbed his legs and yeah. and all like all this stuff. I want to hear them all in person. Like I would actually, I would pay good money. Like we're going as a team to watch Burt Kreischer in October. I would pay the same amount of money to go just listen to Joe Biden's stories, knowing full well they're all bullshit. But it's so fascinating that someone believed because he he believe you can't AOC's dumb as a pile of bricks, but she believes what she is saying. Joe Biden believes these stories now. He's so far gone. He didn't used to. They used to be a, a tall tale or a fib to make him seem relatable. Now you can tell he actually believes the crap that comes out of his mouth. Wasn't he raised by a Puerto Rican? It, yes, and and went to a black church growing up, all those things. <laughs> and never missed a Seder yeah. supper. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so we've had some hands up. I know Agent 99 has been very patient. Thank you for your patience. We get off track and distracted very easily here, but we're glad to hear from you, which we'll do now. Well, thank you and good afternoon. I am so glad to hear you guys talk about this. I'm just busting at seams. I've been talking about all of this political climate change. I don't know for a year now. And I'm so glad to hear somebody else talk about that. And that's exactly right. And can I just make a note to anybody that's confused, like maybe the left that's pushing this, that climate and weather are two different animals? Exactly. And if they try to do this, I think we need to push back. You know, God created this planet to take care of itself. We don't need arsonists to start fires. We have lightning for that. And thanks for letting me speak, y'all. Absolutely. No, thanks for speaking and appreciate uh, and, and respect everything you said. Uh, I think it's clear uh, that we, we agree with you on all those things. And it is. It's such an important thing. I, one, I, I, one of the things I wish we talk about it a ton on the show to the point where some people who are who are long, long time listeners are probably like, all right, move on from it, Drew. But but I. I I really do wish people would understand how politically motivated, how control motivated climate change is, whether it's electric vehicles, whether it's getting rid of uh, gas for your lawnmower or natural gas in your home. I wish people would understand it's just a ploy. They're, they're taking an inch at a time 
and and eventually it will be great thanks for playing along now we control everything you're going to be able to get groceries on tuesday you can go to the doctor next week actually no three weeks from now like there's so much more to this and it's so much more sinister than any of us want to believe but it just is and some of them have talked about it that's the thing we talk about what some of our politicians say what the world economic forum what some of their other globalist friends around the planet say they say this stuff out loud if they had back when I before I had heard them say it, I was in the camp of a lot of other people years and years ago. Like, oh, man, I don't, I don't know. I could see it, but it doesn't make sense to me because I want to see the good in people. Even though I don't know how I still thought that for a while because I'd seen the worst of people in my old job. But you you want to deep down we all want to be decent human beings and you want other people to be decent human beings. But then you hear them actually say it. It's like, oh, oh never, never mind. Yeah, you were right. <laughs> he just he just said it from the podium. Well, we both heard we we all we heard both Kamala Harris and John Kerry talking about how we need to reduce the population of the planet. <laughs> how in the world do you do that other other than war and famine and a pen, pandemic? Those are your three choices. And it seems to me that they're pretty good with all three choices. Yeah. Which is frightening to me. And like you said, I never in a million years would have ever believed anybody would be that evil and nefarious. But now they're coming out and saying it. Yeah. It, it's a it, it's a whole new ballgame, man. And if you're not, if you don't realize what's going on because they're saying it. Yeah. Then you just have your, your your head in the ground and you just want to make sure that, you know, nothing in your life changes and and you want to make you know, that your grocery store's got the food that you want and your shows are on and everything is fine. Not knowing that if you keep going that way that you're going, eventually your whole little world that you just want to make sure that you have control over right now is going to be. <clears throat> Gone. Yeah. And I feel like the tipping point for Drew is when they take below deck off air. That's when you're. No, I haven't been watching. Oh, you haven't? I okay. haven't been. All right. And especially now, football season, actually, college football really, I mean, technically Saturday, but college football kicks off tonight. Uh, you got Florida, Utah, you got Minnesota, Nebraska, some other games uh, that you probably don't care about unless that's your alma mater. But, but yeah, but I, I have. I've, I used to have a crazy, for those of you who are new around here, uh, that was my late night binge. I You'd always text me too. You're like, I'm watching Below Deck. <laughs> I, I would, and I'd get. And my wife would go to bed, and it's like, okay, here we go. <laughs> Drink on the side table, watching it on the phone. Captain Lee and the crew. Yeah, I kind of got tired of it after. I don't even want to admit how many seasons, but I did. Now they've got like an empire. There's yeah. so many damn versions. Versions. It's ridiculous. I watched. I don't have that much time. I watched half of one season, and that was all. That's all I gave it. So. Yeah. I just like the drama. The drama is good. And that's 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 reality TV, right? That's yeah. what made reality TV a thing. You know better than anyone, Mr. 30 years in reality <laughs> television, is it's the drama that just happens. Humans are are awful. I was watching, you know what I'd never watched, and some of you guys and in, in the Drew crew over on Rumble had suggested. I was watching Black Mirror last night. And if someone raises a hand, by the way, or if you've got a mic, we'll let you, you know. raise your hand, let me know. We're absolutely welcome to. I'm just going to go on a random Black Mirror tangent now. But... I had never seen that. I didn't understand, by the way, also that they're standalone episodes. So we just watched one last night, which was interesting, but it was a concept of them making a story based on this chick who is making some bad decisions, but relatively just normal. 
you know, she's seeing a therapist, she's engaged, she's maybe considering the ex, you know, yada, yada, all this kind of stuff. And they turn it into a show. And then all of a sudden with AI and everything, it's a show. And now everyone's looking at her. It's just this interesting concept. But the, the con the, the, what the Netflix equivalent CEO is like is this drama that people come with is so freaking good. Like, why would we do anything else? Like, it's just right here. It's like, yeah, that's true. It's right. It's funny because you don't like drama in real life. So the fact that you like reality show drama is, you know. Yeah. No, it's very true. Yeah. I hate drama in real life. It's the quickest way onto my shit list. Yeah. Um, but, but if you're on below deck, yes. you're on the A-list. 100%. 100%. And I will move past drama, too. Like, I just don't I do not do it. If you're, yeah, if it's, if it's comedy, for sure. 100%. Um, <clears throat> but some of you guys had said that that is a good show. Um, so we'll have to keep checking it out. It's kind of funky to me, though, having them all be standalones. Because you like to get into something just to binge. Yeah. Becoming their own franchises, like the uh, Real Housewives. It started with the Real Housewives of New York, Beverly Hills, Atlanta. It, Orange it, County, right? Yeah. They, yeah. They, they develop these shows just because you have a giant franchise, just like Below Deck. They start off small with a small ensemble cast that you can follow. And it's the same thing with uh, Deadliest Catch. Yeah, well... They haven't, like, branched out into anything else, but they change up the boats once in a while. But the reason why that show has been so successful over the years is the fact that you have a familiarity with the captains and with the crew members. I love That show's awesome. Year after year. Yeah. yeah. Umbrella Echo Blow Deck titles that could be gay porn. Just kidding, Drew. No, 100%. It totally could be. And frankly, it, parts of it are kind of like soft porn. It, like, there's, there's some weird <laughs> relationship stuff that goes on there. It's like, it's... Not quite, obviously, because it's television. It's Bravo. Like, yeah. Close to like, okay, this is Cinemax in the 90s. Um, but <clears throat> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the best you're going to get side boob, though. Yeah. No, totally. Or like Big Brother when it came out. Big Brother. Yeah. You're like, oh, they're totally going to do it, but it's going to be blurred out the entire time. <laughs> um, yeah. He, you signed a, a waiver. Let's go. Yeah. Um, I like Black Mirror until they went all woke bullshit said Umbrella Echo. Yes, I don't know. I don't know enough about it. We're, we're in a season right now, which is about to be fixed tonight with football coming back. We're in a season where we're, we had finished all of our stuff. It's like, like, what do we watch you? now? Yeah. Hey, did you finish Ahsoka yet? No. Oh, that's right. It's every week they're coming out with one. Yeah, yeah. So, but, but anyways, uh, football is back, which is a good reminder for me to once again say Thursdays, if you have my cell phone, Thursdays, Saturdays, Sundays, Mondays, and some Fridays, just please don't. Just trust. wait for him to text you. Yes. Then this you know you're in the clear. This was known for you a long wait. Time. You wait till he texts you, and then after that, you can text all you want, but you don't text until he texts. Well, depending if it's uh, on a Sunday between the seven o'clock game and the the eight thirty the eight o'clock game. <laughs> well, I usually just you, wait for him to you text guys me. Know me well. <laughs> Well, usually I'm either comfortable, like if it's a Vikings game. For You're already example, naked. Like, I, well, yeah, I've yeah. gotten naked multiple times if we've scored, but I've had a couple drinks and then I'm then I'm good. Or we're losing and I'm just pissed, but I've moved on and I'm probably telling you about yep. how pissed yeah. I am. I'm a very predictable creature. It's it's not hard to figure out. <laughs> I like I like what I like. <laughs> um, is is what it is. Uh, okay. Wrapping up climate change. Well, wrapping up climate change. Sort of. It's all it's all a bunch of bullshit. This hurricane was just that devastating, but still just a hurricane. Still just a hurricane, not an extreme weather event, not what's the un, it's not unprecedented. 
I love that. I love seeing unprecedented storm like, no. You know what? Here's what's going to blow your mind, CNN or even Drudge Report, which are essentially the same thing these days. It's not unprecedented because it happens all the time, and it's going to happen again this year. I'm, yeah. It's going to probably happen again in a month or two because it's hurricane season. <laughs> you know how disingenuous the Democrats and the regime that we have now is when talking about climate change? The biggest climate polluters that we have in our society right now is a military-industrial complex. All of the CO2 carbon that's put into the atmosphere, not only here, but around the world, that comes from our bases, none of our factories can hold a candle to, to what they admit. And so if this is the number one existential crisis on your list, but you're not doing anything to mitigate the, the, the CO2 carbon that comes out from our bases and our machines, then you're not serious. I'm not taking you serious. Yeah. And you know, not even before that, but to me, that's just a, a logical progression of where everything goes. But it, that's why it's all compliance, because they're never going to do anything to mess with the military and especially the military industrial complex to keep their forever wars going. But what they will do is fuck with you, fuck with me, fuck with disco. You can't get this light bulb. You can't have a gas stove. You have to drive an electric car. Oh, and by the way, we'll let you know when you can charge up your electric car. Right. It's all compliance. Well, assuming you can afford an right. electric car with Bidenomics. No, it's 100% all, all compliance. And here's the thing, if they were really concerned about the weather, does anyone know what's going on over like Asia, like Hong Kong, Hong Kong and Japan right now? Are you talking in general or like in specific weather wise right weather wise do you know what's going on i feel like i don't know what you're going for so there's three <laughs> it's not it's uh not it's uh typhoons so they're hurricanes three of them that are going to make landfall hong kong uh sorry if i butcher this fu's how and then fu's how ming kagoshima all on the same day they're going to make land on the fifth there's three three different storms hitting those areas and they're literally right next to each other on the map where's where's our weather people being like oh it's climate like they don't care they don't care about I, well, it. i guarantee you theirs over there aren't saying it's climate change no <laughs> no but it's not an approved talking point but yeah but if you were to if you were to look at it, it's three storms and they're just all coming in you know they're gonna make land at the exact same time that's typhoon season. yeah yeah, but exactly. It's typhoon season. So business as usual. Well, yes, be safe, but you don't need to be like, it's an extreme weather. I'm so tired of all this shit. Let's get into broad Broadway. Yeah. Overture, hit the lights, yeah. This is it, the night of nights, and oh, what heights will hit on with the oh, show. This, this is it. it. <laughs> you, guys, you guys really leaned into that. That was great. <laughs> Everyone just, just left. <laughs> just all of our audience on Rumble, YouTube, Twitter, everywhere else. In uh, X space, yeah. Um, okay. So, it, again, if you if you guys have something you want to chime in with, uh, please raise your hand. Shell will let us know, and and we will get to you for sure. As as we continue on, though, I just saw this come through. We showed some KJP stuff earlier. We showed KJP and Ducey, who, of course, always have a good fight. I, I would say Ducey wins every time, but KJP thinks that she wins every time. The Democrats think they do because we hate each other and no one agrees on anything, but... Uh, she said today, I'm, we're not going to play the clip. I'm just going to say, like, did you send me something no, I, last I did minute? Not oh, okay. Send you, it's, but I'm just going to read what she says. KJP, 
The president has done more to secure the border to deal with this issue of immigration than anyone else. She pauses. He really has. I'm out of here. Really that, <laughs> this is so ridiculous. See, that's why you have to have that pause, that dramatic pause, and say, "He really has." Yes, because that's lean the line in, you maybe like sell it with. Yeah, one single tier. Yeah, but. The statement works if you take out the first part. The president has done more to secure the border. If you take out that part and just say to deal with this issue of immigration than anybody else, he really has. He really has. Yeah, he's thrown out all the rules and opened the borders. Yeah. If your plan is, again, when they say we've done more for this country, it depends on their words. If they say we've done more for the American people, it's a straight up lie. If they say done, we've done more for this country on this issue, that issue, the other issue, they're not technically lying. Because when, when the benchmark for success for them is destroying our country, making your lives miserable, and making sodomy more socially acceptable, that's, that's a big win for them. That's what they're doing. Maybe not the last part, but maybe the last part. We don't know for sure. You just got to remember, this is her theme song. I don't want nobody fucking with me in these streets. That's her theme song. God, that's so- Every time- <laughs> I'm going to sing that song all night. <laughs> My poor wife. Every every time that I see Peter Ducey and KJP in that press room and Ducey asking a question, I have an image of a brother and sister and the brother taking or taking the little sister's hands and going, stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Because that's what she does. Every time that, it, that he says something, it's just like she's hurting herself with every word that dribbles out of her mouth. Yes. I just got a great idea for another short. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering what they had, like, a big smile come upon his face. And then he just chuckled to himself. <laughs> I was looking at Disco like people look at Tom on his phone calls in the parking lot. Just... A state of utter it just, confusion. The idea came in, it made me happy and, and chuckle, but I'm not going to give it away. It be, well, back to our original story <laughs> when Biden was saying about, you know, these these historic floods, and they call them 100-year hundred, hundred floods because they happen every 100 years, <laughs> and this just happens to be in that 100-year window. <laughs> yes, 100%. 100%. Well, Barb's talking about the island again. So people in X space and, and getter and some of the other spots, we've got a longstanding belief and goal of starting. It's not gonna be called the drew crew Island. And we've just talked about it in the drew crew, but starting our own Island just to kind of get away and never come back. So every day we talk about these stories, <laughs> Barb says, uh, amen, drew about that Island <laughs> question mark, question mark. We're getting there. We need to get some more drew, uh, coin club, subscribers and we'll we'll buy an island we'll start it off right we'll we'll build a landing strip i feel like that's a, a functional thing we've got to do right off the bat yeah i mean it could be a dirt one it doesn't have to be you know it it's gotta be hard packed dirt i'm telling you <laughs> it's still tricky uh, as someone who's been in bases with hard packed dirt land run, runways then the weather comes and fucks with your departure trip because of of rain oh, i can't get out sorry honey i'm not coming home i'm not going to be there for this birthday or that birthday because the freaking runway we gotta wait for it to dry gotta wait for it to dry but yes you could as a starting point a baby step yeah baby step well that's great once we get there we really can't leave ah man runway's flooded yeah no actually actually that's a that's a good (laughs) idea yeah just leave it 
we'll figure out some <laughs> other way for supplies. But yeah, boats, I mean, yeah, boats. Yeah, that's that's what we're gonna do. Uh, okay, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, if you guys want to jump up and and chat about anything, please do raise your hand. Chill, we'll get you a mic. We'll get into it. We've got plenty more to go. We've got Pentagon conversations, climate change as it pertains to the military instead of real world operations, particularly instead of the Afghan withdrawal. This next story will piss you straight off, but we'll talk about that. We've got that's meme-tastic. We've got the post-show press conference. We've got a ton. Stick around. We'll be right back. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, Thanks America! Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide this guide will give you all the answers you need american alternative assets is an a-plus and accredited member of the better business bureau protect your savings now before it's too late visit protectfrombiden.com individual results may vary there is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results Appreciate it. 
All right, welcome back, folks. Here we go. Let's get to this Pentagon story. Before we do, I want to talk about one of our partners, good friends. Literally, there's it's it's great when it works this way. It doesn't usually, but when you have a a sponsor, a partner who also has some friends who are there, uh, and that's the case with Thistle Creek Reserve. Great folks, super focused on the kingdom, gospel-themed coffee company, sources their beans from missionaries around the globe, then takes proceeds and pours back into those same missionaries and their ministries, pours into combating slave, uh, slave trafficking, child trafficking, all of that stuff overseas. It's a killer deal, but it's also killer coffee. It's awesome coffee grown above 4,000 feet so there's no mold. It's, it's done so it's not acidic. It's super good stuff. There's multiple different flavors and varieties that you can check out. They're adding new stuff all the time as well, including K-Cups and decaf, which are coming very, very shortly. So go check it out. It's thistlecreekreserve.com. Go beyond the cup, which is what they do with so many amazing uh, projects and programs overseas. It's thistlecreekreserve.com. You can save 10% with promo code Drew, and I think you're going to be glad that you did. So we've got um, we've got some time here. We're going to dive into this next story. If you want to come up, I see that AC came up. By the way, AC, if you're listening, I know you're listening because you're here. I, I, I am so thrilled that you labeled the top part the X-hole. It's fantastic. You were given credit for that yesterday, and you have thus become legendary in my mind because I think that's freaking amazing. So uh, we're going to come back and talk about whatever you ac or anyone else wants to talk about in a second but it might and it might be this because this this story right here is is really something and yet it's not surprising at the same time but in the two weeks between the fall of kabul to the taliban on august 15th 2021 and the final flight out of afghanistan on august 30th which again shafi was on one of those final flights so praise god for that but the final flight on august 30th you had pentagon officials who were scrambling with the white house for managing the whole region and everything that was going to come, right? That's what you'd think it would be. But no, 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 it wasn't about that. They weren't scrambling for that. They were scrambling to finalize the Department of Defense Climate Adaptation Plan, a document and a set of policies that declares climate change a major national security risk. So people are dying. A country that we've poured trillions into over 20 years, lost countless lives in, 15 plus of my own friends and we're worried about climate change sounds about right sounds about right yeah the emails that revealed this indicate frustration from the climate change focused pentagon officials at the difficulty of getting the plan signed but that ultimately their determination to focus on climate change even during the afghanistan withdrawal paid off secretary of defense lloyd austin signed the climate in- initiative on September 1st, just six days after 13 Americans were killed by a Taliban suicide bomber. James Fitzpatrick, a member of the U.S. Army Reserve, who obtained the emails through his organization, the Center to Advance Security in America, says the emails show military leadership was being hounded by climate activists within the government as it was trying to navigate the withdrawal. In an interview with Daily Wire, Fitzpatrick said the following, quote, while the Biden administration was in the middle of a disastrous and deadly Afghanistan withdrawal, our top military leaders were being hounded by DOD climate activists to fast-track a plan to transform the department by forcing politically charged climate change discussions into every decision the DOD makes. That (laughs) is straight-up maddening. Yeah. That, 
I've got enough Afghan and Iraq issues that lead me to to drinks. But when you hear stuff like this, man, I tell you what, I mean, this, but it, here's what it goes to show in, in, in brass tacks is that to these folks on the left and to so many people that you probably know too, climate change is a religion. It is a cult. And, and sadly in America now, and, and not just in America, but across the damn globe, it's, it's politicians and, and world leaders top priority. It's certainly the top priority here in America. What's not, and is becoming more and more clear, and as you see this kind of stuff going on, what's not a priority is the safety of our troops. The prosperity and safety and security of Americans. That's the, the last fucking thing on the list for them. They don't care at all. And, and, and these guys, there's, there's, look, there's Democrats who serve in the military. We got to have people who do logistics and, and, and reports and, and stuff like that. But, and if you did some of those things, I'm teasing, you're, you're great too. But most of the point being is most of the operators, the people doing the real shit are conservatives. But most Democrats don't have any family members in the military. And if they are, they're not in those types of roles. Unless they, you know, maybe some that signed up are signing up just because they wanted like a sex change or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. There's reasons to sign up if you're, if you're a leftist. I mean, don't lose all hope in the military. There's plenty of programs for you. But this right here, just, I mean, again, it, it, it shows our priorities. And, and there'll be naysayers who are like, yeah, but the Pentagon's always working on tons of programs. There's different departments and divisions and all of this stuff. Yes, you are absolutely right. 100% right. We've got to be able to do multiple things at the same time. But if one of those things, when you, when you say multiple things at once, it's security and advancements and understanding where things are going in space. It's what's China doing to acquire plans and documentations and, and technical specifications for our weapon and equipment our weapons and equipment, it's what's Iran doing, which is a lot. It's, it's those types of things. It's not what are our top tier issues? Well, you'd think Afghanistan, clearly it wasn't. It's climate change. We've got a big knitting convention coming up. We've got something uh, that we've got to get done for, for gender reassignment surgery so we can increase, we're not hitting abortions. our numbers, abortions, all of those things. And even if you are dumb enough to think those things matter or have a place in the United States military, when something like Afghanistan is popping off and you're losing the country, which, by the way, if you actually paid attention to people on the ground, you would have known for years was happening. And even well before that happened, 50 percent plus of the country was in Taliban control. But somehow you're you're surprised by this. But even if you're surprised by it because you're not focused but then it does happen, like it did. You drop what you're doing and, and focus exclusively on this. They continued to focus on it, still had meetings with Lloyd Austin about it. And then again, he, six days after the, the, the catastrophic attack there, they signed off on this. Put that stuff away. Put it away. There's no place for it. I, I just, I, again, it's, this, this is one of those stories that breaks your brain, breaks your heart, and at the same time makes perfect fucking sense in America these days. Like, that couldn't be, so it, you know what? It must be. That must be what it is. You're right. 
Yeah. So maddening. Uh, it was like a movie. Oh, they they left Kabul and you know left Kabul and all of our arms were there, all the ammo and guns and vehicles and everything. We left it all there, all for them to get. That's that should be a script from a movie, not real life. And that's what happened. You would think. I guarantee you, whatever climate policies they came up with are going to affect the people who are on the ground. It always does. They're going to end up taking away, like, their hot water heater. So these fobs aren't going to have hot showers. Oh, we're going solar. They're going to do everything in their power to take away what the troops in the field need that they consider to be a luxury item like hot water. 100%. And they're going to they're gonna be able to rest on that because they're going to be like, you knew what you were getting when you signed up. Yeah. Have you ever done it? No, you haven't. Come pick up my shit right. and move it and burn. You know, like, stop it. You, it's just ridiculous. There are some understandings of you're going to live a tougher life. You're going to experience some hardships in combat zones and war zones. Absolutely. But we've gotten really a lot better. About, first of all, we shouldn't be in them as long as we are. But as you get into these forever wars, what does eventually happen to the to the benefit of the troops is you do get some nicer things and nicer amenities as you're doing some really important work. If we're going to force you to be there, we should take care of you. But anyway, I know we've got a couple hands up. Let's go to uh, Shell, whoever was up first, um, and and we'll, we'll we'll do that, and then we'll continue on. All right, we've got AT Truth, but I want to just uh, let her know that yesterday on the show, they decided the X hole needs to be a T-shirt, AC, and they have a shirt press. So I just wanted to give you that heads up before I hand you over to Drew. <laughs> we sure do. What was, outrageous, what was outrageous, absolutely outrageous, is because we lost track and actually just gave the Taliban our equipment. One of the things that were given to them were our comms. So guess what our troops on the ground were using to communicate? WhatsApp. Yeah, that's right. They were using WhatsApp. Now, how did they know where to bomb our troops? And how did we have that catastrophe of the 13? Well, when you're doing WhatsApp, anybody can go on WhatsApp and, and tap and actually follow those individuals and their comms. So there were lots of people that um, were veterans that were doing YouTube channels and were furious because they were finding out from military on the ground that the Biden administration was using WhatsApp because they had already lost control over a lot of their equipment. So not only were they worried about climate change, but the fact that they needed better comms, they needed to hand out hand radios and really get in there so that people wouldn't be left behind and we wouldn't have a travesty that they had. Their, their idea was download an app and communicate on WhatsApp. It's disgusting, it's embarrassing, and people should be brought up for charges that their priorities were upside down, inside out, and screwed up. And those families that um, had their, their child perish should be able to um, at least uh, get that out in the news, that they were in danger because they used open apps so to, to communicate because they didn't have control over their comms anymore. It's outrageous and embarrassing. 100%. 100%. And I, yeah, I remember that. And, and, and well, it, so many points on, on all of that. But, you know, first and foremost, they, they, before any of that even happened, none of it should have happened. This, this was all preventable if they would listen to people on the ground. And I'm talking real people on the ground, not some senior level brass who comes in. And frankly, not even for the most part, military uh other than the special operations elements from jsoc and folks like that because the you know the agency and jsoc 
run everything in that country and could tell you how things were. And we could have told you how things were, but no one would ever, as long as I've been, I'd deployed to that country 30 times. No one ever listens to you from D.C. And what happens as a result of that is a lot of bad things. And then in the worst case scenario, what we saw here, a catastrophic failure, the worst international blunder in our lifetime, if not history. So it's ridiculous. But then you do. You have people who are they're scrambling to just make shit up in the end. And you have WhatsApp. And, and that ends up being the solution. Like, yeah, wow, well, just do that. And you have us be and not even just WhatsApp. We were fucking sharing intelligence with the Taliban. <laughs> I spent my whole life hunting and killing tactics. Actually, we didn't do much Taliban because we the, the military did a lot of the Taliban and we did the AQ and and above, which is not a slight on them. But like we would encounter them all the time. But that what? Like I still that's still like the one of the biggest mind fucks to me ever. You spent your career stopping it from happening. And then they just went ahead. Oh, let's yes. just share it with them. Here we go. No, <laughs> Haji, take the plans. This is what we're doing. Here's the list of all of our chirps. Here are the people. Like, the whole thing, it is, It is. I literally had a therapy session about it again the other day. It's been years. And, and AC Truth, you maybe don't know this. We were able to, through my buddies at the agency and JSOC, get out one of my chirps, my main chirp, who's going on a trip with Tom and I tomorrow. She'll be great. But... Um, but it, it, I mean, this, this whole thing is one of the most, it is, it's the most maddening thing I think in my life because it was all preventable and Afghan is a total hot mess. Afghanistan, excuse me, is a total hot mess, hot mess, but it is, it is, I, I, I've been out and I'm sitting here looking like shouldn't have done that. Definitely shouldn't have done that. What are you doing here? I mean, it just, each decision was somehow worse than the last and it just got so bad so fast and it's all because there's a lack of communication and a lack of care dc doesn't care lloyd you know, lloyd austin and general milley are way more into sexual deviance than they are caring about the troops and caring about how how this went and and it was put on full display 100 percent. thomas still has his hand up thomas still has his hand up <clears throat> thomas what you got brother so I, I think one of the important things that we need to be discussing about the withdrawal is who is ultimate authority over our military and what the left is really not understanding because of their lack of involvement is who is ultimately responsible for decisions in our military. And at that time, who was it? It wasn't President Trump. He laid out a plan. Right. That plan was not it was not followed by Joe Biden. And what the left does not realize is, okay, yeah, it was a plan set in place from the previous administration. However, that ultimate failure lands squarely on Joe Biden's hands. It ultimately does. And if I can give a plug real quick, just an advocacy plug for a, a, a vet program in South Carolina. There is a program called Op Bob. O-P-F-O-B in South Carolina. If you guys can take a few minutes during your day to go check out that organization, they are a phenomenal organization and they are huge. They do this free of charge to our veterans and they bring in the community and it's amazing to see the level of community involvement in OpFob. So Sometimes throughout your day, if you can think about it, it's O-P-F-O-B. It's a great organization. 100%. Uh, I'm glad you said that. We've got a good friend who's involved with them, 
and told us about them. Uh, a friend who served with me in, in Afghanistan and uh, op, it's opfob.org. So like, like you said, Thomas, opfob.org. Really cool. Really amazing what they do. Their whole focus is, is regroup, refocus. Get people back on track, people who are struggling with this. And I'll, I'll take, I mean, this is what they do, but I'll take it a step further. I talk about it a lot on the show, uh, and I, I don't want to make it all about that today because there's other stuff, but we also can because it, it's important. <clears throat> you, There's a lot of folks who have served. You probably know some. You might be one. I know, Thomas, I know you've served, but the the amount of people out there who are struggling and it's not necessarily struggle over the same thing, but struggling in general, dealing with PTSD, whatever that means for them. It's there's, there's always some very similar things, but then it also kind of breaks off and goes down different paths. But one of the toughest things is not having people to talk about it with. And you don't know what it, most people don't know what to ask people. And that causes a huge problem. So it's like, okay, well, I know Drew, did a lot of stuff there. I know this person did a lot of stuff there. That's really cool. I want to ask questions. I hope they're okay, but I don't know if they're okay, but I don't know what to ask. So let's just kind of keep it the way it is. And that's the worst possible thing. Um, so even before going to an amazing group like OpFob, and please do check them out. And if you have the means, please support them and, fi- and or find others. We have no partnership with them, but we, we definitely know of them and are, are really pumped and proud of what they're doing. But talk to people and and elicit some responses. Ask a question. I was telling I was telling my therapist the other day. I won't tell people stuff unless you ask the right question. Partly because I'm a dick, but <laughs> but you've you've got to ask the right questions to elicit stuff. And even my wife and I, we were talking about it after after the fact because I got I, again. I can't explain all of this stuff for this. It's not my normal person, but we've got something going on, which is mostly good. Um, but I got like everything peeled back. It was a brutal day. Hopefully it didn't show on the show. I think we still had a, a good time. I don't even remember what day it was. Tuesday. Tuesday. Thank you, Disco. <clears throat> Disco's got my back. But but it was a brutal day. You get everything peeled back. But he asked a lot of questions that I never get asked. And all of it came up. And I was telling him, I was like, you know, I don't talk about it because people don't know what to ask. So you don't talk about it. And then what I do is I just, I'm an intelligence officer and someone who worked in paramilitary space i just shove that shit back down and then i'll bring it back up in a year or two i'll get super drunk and my wife will just be like oh dear god <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, she she handles it like a champ she's she's the best but point being talk talk to people ask how it felt ask about this ask about that there's some stuff that's going to be sensitive and you're not going to get answers but i i can tell you the one thing that always makes me feel better and i think most people can can get it is is talking about it you got to talk yeah. about it because we feel like you don't know a fucking thing about us, which is not always true. And that's not fair, but that's, that's the most important piece. It's gotta happen. And then there probably needs to be more. There probably needs to be some therapy. There needs to be some regrouping and refocusing with groups like OpFob. You need to do that kind of stuff, but there's gotta be that communication first. Cause a lot problem is a lot of people don't communicate. People don't communicate with them. They isolate it and some people can't handle it. And that's why we have 22 a day. Yeah. Well, both sides of the conversation have put up walls. Like you're saying, I don't know what to ask. You're like, they don't know what to ask. What's going on? But even just asking simple questions helps peel back that layer. Right. You may not be, you may not think this is the right question to ask, but it's going to help them open up a little more, release some of that stress 
and um, and yeah, it's but it's it's breaking that barrier. Well, and it might not always be the right time too. There might be a time where it doesn't work. Yeah. Keep trying, right. keep trying because yeah. you don't know when you're going to catch that person, whoever it is, could be your brother, your husband, your son, and. You, you don't, that'll be that time where it opens up and your, your relationship and your bond will grow and it will strengthen because you're going to talk about some stuff, some of which might scare the living shit out of you, but it's going to be good and it's going to be helpful. Uh, so I, anyways, all that to say, Thomas said op fob and I, I go on a no. diatribe, but I think it's super important and it's, and it's particularly important these days because when you feel like you don't have people who understand you and then you see your leadership do stuff like this. Hey, sir, Afghanistan's falling. We, we've got some serious issues there. It's about to be Saigon. It's going to be worse than Saigon. We've got all these issues. Hang on real quick. Let me just wrap this climate change meeting. When, when you see that kind of stuff, it ex I mean, honestly, not only does it mean that our military is in trouble, which it is, from a recruiting perspective, a culture perspective, all of those things, but it also exacerbates the problem that we have in our country of abandoning our vets, our, our intel community, uh, people who were over there, contractors who were there, everyone who's been over there in whatever capacity that they were in. You're just, you're just pouring gas on that fire and worsening it by saying, yeah, we see we didn't care about you before. We definitely don't care about you now. Thanks for what you did. Just kidding. We never give a fuck about you. That's it, so it really does. It, it's it. This is a this is a big story. Yeah. And and everything else that comes out about it is too. And we're coming up on the anniversary of Kabul too, right? It's it's yeah. close. No, it's, we're we're here. It's right now. Yeah, yeah. It was it was the last two. That, that's right. Yeah. And so it, now would be the time to go and call those people. Yeah. Even though it's a few years ago, call them. See how they're doing. See what's going on. Even with nine eleven coming around the corner. Call the people you know that were affected by it. Yeah. Because it's still with them every single day. Hundred percent. And it never goes away. No. No, so it, it absolutely doesn't. Um, well, I think that for me, one of the things with with the left and Democrats in particular, when it comes to the military, oftentimes there's this uh, quote that's been attributed to Her uh, Henry Kissinger talking about the American soldier being a, a big, dumb animal who's willing to lay down his life so the elites can prosper. I don't know if he said it, but it's always been attributed to them. And that's how I view Democrats and the left. They look at everybody who's in the military, especially the ones who are the war fighters who are doing the war fighting. They look at them as totally expendable. They look at them as like a bag of chips or something. <laughs> Where they just don't. You're right. It's a, it's a yeah. yeah, yeah. Where they just don't care. They don't. They don't care that that's an actual human being that has people that love them at home. They right. don't care. They're able to disassociate themselves by that. They just look at at the military as their own private army, and they will do whatever we say because we want to enforce our will worldwide. Yeah. When the president of the United States looks at his watch, when the fallen have come back. Yeah. You know, you know, we've hit an all-time low. Golly, that I'm telling you, I just have never been more mad in my life, and I'm, <laughs> I'm I kind of run hot as it is on at least on certain issues when it comes to that stuff. Never, never I'm, did I imagine I could be so mad I at should, anything. I should go back and try to find the clip when we when you first started talking about this because it was people who first started watching the show that day, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, is he always? It's like this is, and it's like it was your heart." 
your heart was like outside your chest <laughs> that day and it was so real and raw and it was i know it was hard for you i mean like we 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 ended with us crying <laughs> it was a big yeah. deal but if you haven't seen i mean it's it it you know God bless you, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> that was the beginning of Joe Biden's slide that we're seeing right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Everything, the Let's Go Brandon was two weeks after yeah. at the NASCAR event. Yeah. And it has just gone downhill from there because Americans saw who Joe Biden was at that dignified transfer and what he did in Afghanistan or what he didn't do there. Yeah. And that... That was the beginning. That that was the moment that the match touched the fuse on his utter failure as a human being and right. also as president of the United States. Yeah, you well, you can't. I mean, look, there's there's no recovering from that. You just you can't in a country that really does, for the most part, still people are loud. Again, reminder: Twitter's not real, X is not real, Facebook, YouTube, all those things aren't real. But the X hole's real. The, the X hole's very real. Yeah. Uh, once you get it in there, you, <laughs> you, you never you never take it out. But 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 the just lay on your side, pull your knees to your chest, and breathe in deeply. <laughs> <laughs> um, amazing the transitions we can make around here. Probably necessary as we've gotten very serious, but 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 you you can't recover from that. Uh, like it's just I don't remember where I'm going now. I can picture as your visual. No, I was going to say this is not real. The social media. There's good stuff on there. We we get a lot of our stories from social media, but re remember that's not the, the the mass populace. So while the mil you know the military is frustrated, they should be frustrated. The real folks who are doing it, who signed up for the right reasons, the the collective in our country still supports the military. We still support a lot of the things that we talk about on every day. They're just not as loud as we are, and then no one's as loud as like the LGBTQ community and Rachel Levine and some of those types of people. But but we still have the numbers. We still have the numbers. I think it's important to, to remember that. Um, we just have to raise our voice. We have to be loud enough right. to be heard. In, in, the, in the people that are the loudest on the LGBTQ plus side are the fringe. They're not the gays and the lesbians. Right. They're, they're the 1% of the 7%. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> the, the OGs in that movement are just are like, geez, I can't believe these fools. They're going to make us look bad because of what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, no, they, they're they're your kid's PE teacher who just wants to go have a steak dinner with their lover at the Welshley Arms. <laughs> Come off to the Welshley Arms? No, but if you were to look up, and I'm not, I'm not saying you need to go to this, but if you were to look at the Gays Against Groomers pages, mm -hmm. they're filled with people saying, we don't want this. They're like, this isn't us. They don't speak for all of us. Right. But the problem is, is the other people are so loud that that, hey, we're not, we don't want this for your children either. It's not heard. Yeah. And that's the problem. Yeah. No, 100%. Um, okay. We've got at least two things I'd like to hit on before we go. Again, reminder, X Space is everywhere for that matter. Send in your comments, questions. Uh, if you're on X Spaces, raise your hand um, and and we will get to you. Uh, and, and Shell will let us know and we'll get to you. But I, I want to – there's been all this buzz about Oliver Anthony. We haven't gone into it much on the show here, not because I'm not a fan of him. I, I love what he's doing. I love his music. It's been great to hear. It's been just so cool to see him explode, uh, and nothing's is, is exploding as much as his bank account, uh, which is also great. But I love how matter-of-fact this guy is. He talks about – not in this clip we're going to show here, but he talks about how he's not left-right – 
or any of that stuff. He just wants people to be happy, get along, and loves the country. And I like that, too. I'm not a one-candidate guy. I'm not, I'm not a, a pick part a team. Yeah, I'm I, not either. Yeah. I just, I would love to get along with everyone. I don't, but I would sure love to. Like, that's, that's my desire. I hate the Republican Party. I hate the Democrat Party. Let's just, let's just put our heads down, help each other out, and plow ahead. But he's got that mindset, and he's got a platform now. And he's pushed that. But he also has pushed something else even more important. He goes on. Do you have something? Well, I just wanted to say before we show this okay. clip. Yeah. Uh, it was like a month after the first video came out where he's singing the song. It was a month after. It's another clip of him on the same stage. He's like, well, about 30 days ago, there was only 20 people here. So I'm going to start it the same way I did it then. And before he starts singing, he pulls out the Bible. <laughs> and, he's, and he's like, and if, you, if, you, if this offends you, I don't care. And he starts reading from it. Yeah. And that was awesome to see that. And, that, and then we'll. Then and that's can, what this is. Because yeah. he, so he appears on, he went first to, what's Joe Rogan's oh. comedy club place? The um, <sighs> one in Austin? Yeah. Whatever. He played, he, he, they had him co and, and play some music there. But then he appeared on Comedy Mothership, podcast, yeah. which is, what is it? Comedy Mothership. Comedy Mothership. That's yeah. it. Uh, and he appeared on Joe's podcast, which is, of course, the biggest podcast on the planet. And he, I mean, there's other universes that listen to Joe Rogan's podcast, I've heard. I really? Don't know if it's true. Wow. Yeah, it's got to be. But <laughs> he appeared on his podcast and he read a Bible verse on the show. I don't know if Joe knew this was coming. But it was pretty amazing, and and kudos to this man for for using this platform for good. Let's roll the clip. Um, you know, like there's there's things it says like, uh, and I'll be very brief with this, I promise. But like one thing, ironically, it's uh, Proverbs four twenty, which I thought you would like. <laughs> so if there's anything better, perfect. But, Read um, it. Preach. My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Keep your mouth free from perversity. Keep corrupt talk far from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Give careful thought to the paths for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. Do not turn to the right or the left. Keep your foot from evil. But um, That's pretty fucking profound. But the whole book of Proverbs is like that. Like, it's not preachy. It's not... It's not what you think. Like it's, it's like it's good guidance. It's like good guidance that you would want a father to give to his son. Absolutely. I, I mean, I love it. And and how clever of him to pull Proverbs four twenty. <laughs> I mean, the whole book of Proverbs is great and something that we should all try and live by for sure. But that's such a perfect pull for the Joe Rogan show. When when you're when you're talking to someone like Joe, who's not necessarily spiritual in a charismatic Christian faith kind of a way. I, I don't know where he is on everything. It's not for me to know or judge, but, but Rogan seemed, yeah, he's being kind of course too, but he kind of seemed blown away. Yeah. I, I think he was blown away because Joe was raised by hippies. Both of his parents were hippies. His stepfather was a hippie. His mom was a hippie. And so I don't think he had uh, that much of a basis of a religious background but he's a very well-read guy, and if you tune into a show, he, he talks about so many different topics that interest him. And I think this was the first time that he actually read it or was read, somebody read him a passage from the Bible, and I could kind of see in that reaction of his that he started thinking about what was actually written in the Bible instead of kind of just discarding it. Right. Because he, he realizes that the 
the importance of what that said. And to him, it's something that it gives him the ability to ask more questions. Yeah. And I think it, it, looking at it from a book based in philosophy, the which I'm probably pretty sure he's thinking, uh, you know, in, in those terms, that I think he's probably going to crack a Bible open and start reading it because yeah. of the phil- philosophical questions and answers that it has in it. But the the question that I did have by that <laughs> that verse that he read, and I'm going to need some clarification when um, he said, keep your mouth away from perversity. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> well, it means don't lead other people into, you know, bad thoughts, which sometimes we granted do here for sure. Um, probably the thing that we're most guilty of on the show, but well, no, it's star too. Yeah, I mean, everyone falls short. Exactly. So you know. I mean, here's 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 what's crazy is is everyone looks at the Bible as one. The the left just thinks it's you know a book of tall tales, Fair which is not true. Yeah. It's living, breathing word of God. But two, they look at it as this set of rules, which it is. And you look at the old covenant, and the new covenant. It's like, okay, guys, here's the deal. You're going to read this in, in secession. There's going to be some parts you don't understand. Guess what? You could make a great disciple because there's a lot of people who didn't, who who were going through that, didn't know what was going to happen. But you're going to read it in secession, and you're going to read the Old Testament, the Old Covenant, and you're going to be like, crap, <laughs> I cannot live up to this. I can't do it. It's not physically possible. And then you just got to keep reading because that's the point. That's the point of why of why Christ came is you can't live up to this. You cannot enter into the kingdom without the grace of God and Christ coming to to on, come on a rescue mission for you. And that's what's so fascinating is it's literally impossible. Like, are you following the Ten Commandments? No. If you find someone who says they're following the Ten Commandments, they're the biggest liar <laughs> you've ever seen in your life. Because it's literally not possible for a broken human to do. So it's, I, I, I hope that he does. I, I, I hope you know, and it's the best kind of way too, right? Like, yes, he read it, a Bible verse on Rogan's show, which is not typical on Rogan's show, but he also didn't thump him over the head with the Bible yeah. and say, you know, you're going to hell and this, that, and the other. And, and that's the way to do it. Plant a seed and let them, let them come back to it. Let them ask questions. Let Joe come back to it. And I don't know if it goes anywhere, doesn't go anywhere, but that, but I do know that's how you do it, and 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 I do know curiosity and asking questions. I mean, that's 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 how it needs to be. And I th- I just thought it was great. I thought it was great that he asked that. Obvi- it, look, it matters to me. Might not matter to some of you, and that's that's absolutely fine. Yeah, Magellan DeMarco on Rumble said planted that seed. He, exactly. He, he totally did. And if you're new to reading the Bible or new to or you're like I don't I, every time I read it I start in the Old Testament and God God seems really mean. Get the one-year Bible. We don't have a—we're not affiliated with them, but they break it down every single day, an Old Testament, New Testament, Psalm, and a Proverb. And I call the Proverbs like little nuggets because every scripture or every little, you know, few little scriptures every now and then, it's just something that you could totally be like, I can apply that today. Yeah. That's incredible. And I've, you do it 365 days. You don't, and if you missed one, whatever, just go to the day that, that you're on. It doesn't matter because it's going to help you realize everything that has happened. And you're not stuck just, oh, i got to read all of Genesis you know, before I move on. You're going to read the whole Bible in one year, and it's fantastic. Yeah. No, it is a smart way to do it. L- lower the pressure on yourself. Oh, yeah. Just work your way through. But, again, to, to Oliver Anthony, kudos for you, brother, because— You've so many people, and I, it's my biggest. I've got a lot of. We're all our biggest critics. I have so many criticisms of myself, uh, to include 
caving to all of Tom's food temptations every day, but <laughs> on a smaller level. But but you get a platform, and we're fortunate to have hundreds upon hundreds of thousands of followers for this show, and we don't get it right every time, and that's okay. But we want to do great, and he's coming in. He's new and fresh to this, and he's got a Lord knows how many followers now, a ton. He's got a massive platform now, and it's great, and he's using it for good. And I wish people – that's always my thing with, with, with Hollywood too, right? People get mad at me. Oh, you're, you, you think Hollywood and, and, and athletes shouldn't say things about politics? Don't they get the right to their opinions too? Yes, they absolutely do. Absolutely. They can do whatever they want. But you've got massive platforms, 15, 20, 50 million followers. Use that for good. Unify. Everyone talks about it. It would be great if we could unify. But the people with the biggest platforms are dividing us further. Like, use it to, to find something positive that we all like, something that we can all rally behind. Cheesecake. Our troops. Cheesecake. Didn't think we were going there. I was going to say, hey. That cheesecake yesterday yeah. was so good. Um, anyways. That's that's my point. He's 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 using it for good. Hopefully he stays with that. I I, I don't see plain lady doing that. I haven't seen plain lady drop the gospel yet. <laughs> well, look like the clip we saw yesterday. Like I can't say right now. Yes. And like Tom was saying, like there, she's just waiting for the most opportune opportunist time to get the cheddar cheese to to drop the information that she has. Now I'll say this: if you were to mash plain lady's looks mm -hmm. with Oliver Anthony. And his following and his message, that's gold. Straight to the top. <laughs> Straight to the top. Uh, okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. This is our last break. And, and every once in a while we get people coming in saying, there's too many breaks, too many commercials. Especially now that we've got X spaces worked in, we're doing less breaks and we're on a network, so please understand that if, if you don't want to go to mainstream media, you want to come to independent media, and you want to come to shows like this and the broader platform of RVM Network, we still need sponsors and partnerships to pay for everything we do on a daily basis, and we're grateful for them. So we're going to take our last break. We will be back, and when we come back, if you've got any hands up, we'll get to them, and then we're going to do That's Meme-tastic because it's Thursday, and that's what we do on Thursdays at Red Beach Studios. Stick around. We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets dial 833 the number two usa gold yes call now 833-287-2465 this invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your ira or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences don't let biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar call 833 the number two usa gold yes call now 833-287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465.
moms and dads of America, you love your kids, you love God, you love this country, and you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books. They are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave Books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember, the land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud. Get more of Drew, and this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM network and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. sure this is gonna be okay bro it's totally fine now open up and four oh wait 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 where are my scripts oh where are my scripts here we go scripts awesome thank you play through going through going for the green right now Disco, it's okay. They're just baby teeth. All right, welcome back. That was Disco. Pre-dental work. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy week around here. 
He's got a bridge now. <laughs> I was surprised at how many baby teeth that you have. You know, it was about time they were going to come out. So thank you for the help. <laughs> yeah. Anytime. Didn't, didn't even need insurance or a dentist for that. Just a golf club. A lot of a red hot flaming ball. Yeah. Le- <laughs> a lot of uh, ibuprofen afterwards. Mm. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Luckily, I'm an amateur dentist. Did I re- I've got a friend of mine who he's got this really weird. I don't know what you would call it. Uh, I'm so you- scared of where you're going. No, <laughs> this has to do with dental stuff. Okay. He doesn't still scared. He doesn't like the feel of latex fingers in his mouth, so he found a de- dentist. You've told us the story. Still goes barehanded in your mouth. <laughs> I mean, I don't like to go to the dentist uh, right now. This makes me like, nope, 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 not at all. Thank you. No. <laughs> be safe, you be like smart, be free, people. <laughs> you know, I've got another gross dental story for you. So I was in North Carolina, and I had a tooth come out, and I had to get it get it fixed. It was a, a um, what do you call it, the... Um, one of those uh, root canal that you have. Put. Oh, like a implant, a dental yeah, an implant. Implant, an implant fallout. So I went to a uh, a dentist in North Carolina, and I go walking through the office to the uh, examining room, and I see him on the computer eating a bag of funyuns, right? And I was like, well, that's kind of weird, you know, a dentist eating funyuns, yeah. but he's hungry. He's a guy, and right, you know, I like funyuns too. So I go in, and I'm laying in the chair. He comes in. He's like, all right, well, let's take a look. And he washes his hands. He puts on the gloves, and he starts going into my mouth. And I can taste the funions from his fingers. Oh. <laughs> Secondhand funions is never No. Good. And I thought for sure he was going to get the funion smell off his fingers when he washed his hands. But I guess he didn't wash them good enough. And I just remember his digits inside my mouth and me tasting his funions from his fingers. Well, I guess, I mean... Imagine if you did it with bugles. Well, I, I mean, imagine something worse. I mean, funions, I guess, in the end of the day, aren't bad. Yeah, right. Yeah. Could have tasted like something else. Yeah. Fecal shedding? Yes. Fecal shedding. Or even just imagine, I mean, the wings that we've been eating on the breaks here today are hot as balls. And I like hot wings, it's that would be that would be rough. Like just gonna get in there and root around yeah. a little bit, and all of a sudden you're sweating and you're salivating. <laughs> nope. Dennis you're thinks hungry. you're turned on, but nope. you're not. You're just. I went to a dentist that likes to talk, and he wants to hear your response, but with like I hate that. You're like, oh, 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 oh. he's like, oh yeah, I understood you. I'm like, he didn't. Like, yeah. stop it. Just well, do it the work. Make any sense? Let's you you get more clients through. You get more money. I get out of here faster. I'm happier. So don't talk to me. Just put your especially shit with your mouth. hands in my mouth. It's <laughs> tools that is, and let's go. I hate that because they always ask the question, right? As they put it, in, it's like you do this for a living, right? Like you, <laughs> you know, I can't talk once it's in there. Like ask it in between. <laughs> okay, in a second we're gonna do this. How how are the kids? They're good, but it's. Never oh, 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 oh. it's <laughs> yeah. Judy, give them another shot there in the cheek and move this over the uh, the uh, A twenty two, and let's. And your 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 mouth is full. 
I've never understood that little bib that they put on you that has like that little chain that comes around and it, and it attaches there. It's never, it's not like a lobster bib or anything. It doesn't really seem to cover. Oh, but if they, if, I'm telling you, if they gave me lobster, oh, it'd be fantastic. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. No, my wife watched one of my root canals and she said what it was for. Why? Because she was just, she's, she, she's just, she's a nurse. Who the fuck does that? She's just a nurse. And the, and the talking doctor was like, yeah, you can be in I the room for it. it's better than a colonoscopy yeah. doc. Can I, um, <laughs> Can yeah, I come you in? Come to my <laughs> I mean, I think we just stream it live if we're gonna if I'm gonna be there. Uh, no, but anyway, she was there and she said that the bib they use like they they put a lot of the blood and stuff on it and everything, but you can't see that because it's around your neck. So yeah, yeah. I just feel like the bib doesn't really cover too much. I don't. It's it's just so small. And plus, I've never understood that chain. Does that chain come off and go on the next bib? Yeah. Or is oh, is it a reusable chain? I think the chain's reusable. Okay. I think that's it's a it's a frequent neck toucher. Right. Um, that that touches ever. But it's kind of fun. It's got the little claw, a little yeah, a little clampy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a little clampy. If that's it's like a gator clamp, we have a hand up too. What was the wanna... last time that you ever thought about the bib at a dentist office? I can't say it's been recently, <laughs> if, if, I'm, if I'm being honest. But I, I'm tell, I was telling Couch this this week. You know, you know what piss? I, I'm not great about going to the dentist. I need to be better. I will be. That's my my vow to you, the staff, and the audience. Not that anyone cares about my my dentist. But I you know what pisses me off about the dentist. It's not that fucking Geraldo and Judge Duty are on the ceiling above you. They never give you something good to watch. Can we just put? Sports Center on or something. I know ESPN's woke, but I'd rather watch that than than the other stuff. But they're they always tell you everything you've done wrong, yeah. which is which is a lot, and you kind of grow to expect that. But now you walk in, at least at least here, and they they they're talking to you like buttering you up, and you're like, oh, this isn't gonna be that bad. And they're like, hey, can we uh, put an arm cuff on you? We need to take your blood pressure. It's like, why the fuck do you need to take my blood pressure? <laughs> yeah. And then they do it, and they're like, your blood pressure's high. Do you have a problem? I, I have a problem with you taking my blood pressure at the dentist, if that's what we're talking about. And then it comes back down. It's like you 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 just made me like panic. What are we doing? Rectal exams next? I don't I don't get it. Like I, everyone thinks they do everything now. They think and they think they're great at this is part of our whole health stuff. I I really don't like getting scolded over like when I go into it. A dentist for a cleaning and the hygienist is like oh my god you need to floss better and they have this whole laundry list and i'm like bro wait a second i deliberately didn't brush my teeth because i know how satisfying it must be to get all that That's plaque and, and everything it's like weeding your garden you want to see the end product yeah or if you're, you're an welcome. esthetician or a dermatologist squeezing zits and getting all the it's just like it's gotta be Really, really sad. I wish everyone on X could have just saw Tom's face there. <laughs> That's your job. And so I, I looked at it the same way, and the hygienist is like, what are you doing? This is foolish. Why would you ever do that? It's like, I thought I was doing something nice for you, but obviously I wasn't. You're failing at life, Tom. Yeah. Uh, did you say we have a hand up? Yeah. James R. from Pirate Radio. James, what's up, brother? Hey, thanks, guys. Yeah, you know, I haven't had anything intelligent to add to this conversation for the last three hours, and I'll continue that streak, but I have so many questions after Tom was commenting on how he didn't feel the bib covered that much. Like, what is he, disrobing to get in the dentist chair? Like, I don't understand why the coverage area matters. Uh, no, well, first of all, you always have something intelligent to add. But yes, I mean, 
<laughs> Tom getting naked in the dentist. I can totally picture it. It's a clothing optional dentist. <laughs> Who's got some ether and some laughing gas? Let's get this party started. <laughs> oh my gosh. I do. I mean, just just the questions that I feel like you would ask at any a routine checkup, a dental checkup, I feel like those do need we've we've got the technology we've yeah. got crews those need to be filmed from here on out chad how tom, do you tom walks around the parking lot now with an old handset receiver like yeah the receiver. receiver chad how do you feel about tom disrobing at the dentist wait are you talking to me yeah yeah just on behalf because i'm not sure what you asked but just on behalf of my wife, who's a former uh, uh, dental assistant, um, please, Tom, when they say get comfortable, it does not mean get disrobed. That would be awkward <laughs> for my wife and myself. And frankly, you're so weird and sexual that I'm afraid she might leave me for you. So <laughs> we need you to not do that for anybody else that's out there because I'm already losing my wife to a lemon tree. All, all in terms of purchase. So it's all over Twitter. Check it out. Okay. <laughs> now, that's a fair point. And because Tom, Tom has a different look, yes, but there's something about Tom. He's a magnet. You just, you need more of him at all times. Uh, it's just, I mean, yeah, look at him here. I mean, look at him. He's got nothing on but an apron in this picture right here. I walk in that morning, he was like, here's what we're doing. He was already in costume. He's going to wear an apron and that's it. And we'll involve the microwave. Shell, make sure this, ma this, makes, this frame makes it into the X hole. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Put that in your hole. Uh, not you, Shell. We love you. Uh, we love everyone. Um, but, yeah, I do. I, Man, Tom, what Tom, kind of space is this? <laughs> <laughs> God damn. God damn. Y'all wilding out here for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> that sure are. That was. Uh, show, me on the doll, show me on the doll where the dentist touched you. <laughs> <laughs> that was Carbon Mike, by the way. I love it, Carbon Mike. Yeah, I mean, here's the deal. So our show starts well intentioned on every day. Oh, 100%. Monday through yeah. Thursday, 3 to 6 Eastern. We start well intentioned. We do, in fact, cover a couple news stories. And then something happens. And it just it goes it goes out of control. So that's the kind of space the you're in now. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. Y'all y'all just. <laughs> and the best part is we haven't got to meme tastic yet. Yes. So, <laughs> Lord knows what memes we have next. Um, which speaking of, it's it's almost five forty in the p.m. As the ladies' man would say. Uh, is he coming on today still? I'm your ladies' man. No, he's not coming he's not. on. I got my bottle of Cabatier. Yeah, it's not. Did you he, say Cabatier? He says it like that sometimes. Okay. I'm just telling you. I always thought, Cabatier. You know, when Tim Meadows was doing the ladies' man, I always thought he was channeling Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, rest in peace, Dusty. Legendary, yeah. legendary wrestler. Um, lost some. Well, we're not going to go down that path. We're not going to go down that path. Uh, <laughs> Reel it in. Reel it in. Um, okay. Every Thursday, this is trickier for, for folks on X-Space. Again, we're new to X-Space in terms of running the show here. We've freaking loved it. It's been awesome. Uh, we're going to keep doing it. But every Thursday, we finish up the show. Before we go to the post-show press conference sponsored by Colin Sport, we finish the show with That's Meme-tastic, which is what we're going to do right now. That's, That's meme tested. That's meme tested. We should do that one more time. 
We we will try and be extra descriptive in these visuals. Uh, you can always watch because you're you know if you if you go to the X hole, okay, make sure you're wearing protection. But if you go to the X hole, you can you can see the feed. You can see the link to the live feed and watch it, and it'll be behind. So you can kind of you can get the best of both worlds. You can hear it real time, watch it in a few seconds. It's going to be like you're going back to the future. Um, it's going to be amazing. But let's um, let's do this. Let's start with this first one, which is Willy Wonka. Gene Wilder. Yes. Yeah. The original. The original. Yes. If vegetables are so good, he's in the factory. If vegetables are so good, explain to me why vegans are always to try are always trying to make them taste like meat. It's a great point. It's a great point. Yeah. You know, the impossible burger, <laughs> the impossible this. Bro, back when I was younger, I was super high, right? And totally broke. So no. I made toast and I put Worcestershire on it and pretended it was a steak. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I hesitate to pick on it too much because there's probably someone out there struggling doing something similar. And I don't want to pick on them. That is that's desperation, though. Although, if you're going to do it, it was so good, though. <laughs> it was. It was one of the best meals I've ever had. So, you know what's messed up about Willy Wonka? You know, when they're licking the wallpaper and he's like, oh, the snozberries taste like snozberries. Okay. Yeah. So, according to the author, he knew exactly what a snozberry is and it's supposed to be dicks. Ooh, that's just yeah. next level. So, the snozberries taste like snozberries, kids. Wow. <clears throat> okay. All right, well, next meme. So This one's fantastic. So all the pictures of, of Trump and Jenna Ellis and, and Rudy, all the people who were mugshotted who, who mug in, is mugshot, can you make that? Mugshotted. Mugshot. Yeah. Mugshotted. Mugshot, whatever. They, they had their pictures taken, right? Obviously the most famous one being Trump's mugshot, and it all is in Fulton County on the same backdrop, and they had one that just said arrest Fauci, and it shows the <laughs> Fulton County thing there. But Terrence K. Williams put this out, and it's just the top, like forehead, <laughs> one, one eyebrow, eyebrow <laughs> of Fauci because he wasn't tall enough for the uh, for the stand. That was, can uh, you can you do your Fauci getting ready for this mugshot, Tom? Yeah, down. You know, you know, like you talk talk as if you're him. Like, where do I stand? <laughs> where do I stand for my mugshot? Will my mugshot be on the cover of Vanity Fair this time? Because I love it too when I'm shopping and everybody can see me as I'm going through the checkout. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, and we move. So yesterday, now, and some people will say this is insensitive. I don't care. Um, but yesterday, Mitch McConnell died and then came back to life again on the podium. He turned off. Podium. Yeah, His you, batteries went out. He just straight turned off. And you saw, and if it was a normal person, you'd say this is really sad. If it was someone you loved, certainly it was. But this person is a douchebag who should have retired a long, long time ago. And it's it's this picture here. And McConnell's got a 110-volt plug on his forehead, and his assistant has the plug. Um, I hate the fact that she was like, any more questions? No, well, then they tried to let him take another question. Yeah. Like, usher him off. Let him, again, the, 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 we jest here, but... Let him retire in, in dignity in terms of his personal life and his family. Let his family not experience all of this. But the way that she made it to the podium where he was, she was acting like this happens all the time. Don't worry about it. He's totally fine. Does anyone else have a question? First, she comes over and is a bit loud. They're at, the question was, and he's just like, Rrr. 
and then she just gets back into this. Yeah, we we know we we who work with him know this drill. It's gonna be totally fine. He'll be back in a second. <laughs> I was sandbagged. <laughs> I was sandbagged. I was sandbagged. Um, this one, <laughs> this one's true, right? This one's not necessarily funny, but you've got a a a young African American female with a white young chick the white one looks a lot younger by the way i think these these look like adolescent like children okay, okay children teens whatever yeah. they are preteens preteens but the the white liberal girl it's it's the white woman's got her hand white girl's got her hand over the black woman's mouth and it says black conservatives over the black woman and then white liberals over the other and it's really true this one's again not funny you know, we've got zeke who's a part of our community we got wayne we've got so many friends you know lots of friends who are are black individuals who are told who have conservative thoughts or views are are faithful you know god believers and and you've got angry white it's usually angry white liberal women too by the way who are like no 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 <laughs> you don't know what you're doing and it's absolutely yeah they're told they're not black anymore yeah Remember during the St. Floyd riots and all the black officers who were out there during the riots and all the white liberal chicks and white liberal dudes that were getting their faces and just cursing at them and using the most disgusting racial pejoratives in their direction? Yeah. They feel justified in doing that because they're like, oh, this person, they're just playing into, they don't know any better. And it's just like, God, you guys, you libs on this crusade, you don't realize how really fucking racist you are oh they have no clue yeah no clue remember when they were twerking in dallas too on the protest that was amazing i was twerking today you i were? didn't know in the studio <laughs> and chad could see it i don't know how much he could he could see but uh and then disco is like you're disrupting him i'm like what no i just about? said chad can see you oh, chad can see yeah. you yeah. i didn't mean to disrupt chad you know i wouldn't i know i saw it all <laughs> he it literally derailed him he's like i'm sorry guys i well, just I, see drew here twerking well, yeah you see a, an old Ford, you know mid-40s nordic man twerking it'll do that but he you. did compliment oh well thank you yeah yeah i had no yeah. idea i would not you're have welcome. done it but that's the problem you're in a studio i should know better there's cameras, <laughs> cameras everywhere everywhere uh, you can't get away with much here, but you you still did a great job and and executed your show and and I just gave you more than you you bargained for. Um, okay, this next one: genders are like twin the twin towers. We've got a picture of the former World Trade Center twin towers. There used to be two of them, and now it's a sensitive topic. Ooh, that's yeah, it's funny, but yet it's dark. funny and dark. All I don't know. I don't time. know how I feel about that one. But but it is true on the gender part. No, it definitely it's, it's is true on both. For being honest, yeah. Okay, we've got a doctor and someone who's there in a mask, of course, red flannel. Doctor, are you sexually active? The guy there, the patient. I wear a mask alone in my car, and the Ukrainian flag is in my profile picture. Doctor, a simple no would have been fine. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good, and that's totally true. That person's not sharing his seed. Nope. Nope. Picture of Biden. And is that the one we're going with? Picture Biden in a car, window down. I'd like a chicken sandwich and some waffle fries. Sir, this is a car wash. Yes. You can see that happening. Yeah. True story. True story. What else? Oh, I like this one. We just got a picture of a child's test. Math test. Math test. And the question is, Bob has 36 <laughs> candy bars. He eats 29. What does he have now? And the, the kid, at least in theory, writes in, diabetes. 
Bob has diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. Oh. <laughs> Ever since Tom invented the Nancy Sonoma character, all we do is groan around the yep. studio. It's ridiculous. Every Uber we took in Milwaukee, we were like, oh. <laughs> we were like, what is going on? They probably wash their car every time. Yeah. One, because of all the sweat, because of how hot it was oh there. Gosh. And two, because they just groaned, like, sexually. I just, time. I loved how every car we got into, the front seat was all the way, always all the way up. And you were the one getting in. I and so you're like, hang on. And then it's the electronic one, so you're like, hang on. <laughs> really really back slowly up. backing up it was so great <laughs> oh my gosh uh they're doing it again we got an old school advertisement beautiful woman mom back in the i don't know 50s 50s whatever they're doing it again because you didn't hang them last time amen sister that's what it's going to take to get this country right we're not endorsing violence per se but people should go to prison and be hung um <clears throat> that's how things change I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna skip some. I'm gonna throw some Tom ones in. He please he, do some late Tom adders. Yes. Go. Got Michael J. Fox. No, no. Writing Re- Piper. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, it is. All right. We stand with Ukraine, and then he's and then and takes his glasses Tom. down. Yeah. 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 With his glasses. What was the name of the movie? The. Um, I don't remember because I don't recognize it. Uh, they live, I think, was the name of it, where he had these sunglasses that he put on and he could see the aliens. He could see their lizard heads. Once I he definitely had these didn't special see that. sunglasses on. So the pictures, uh, the first one is of Roddy Piper with the sunglasses down, and next to him is a fly, a Ukrainian flag that says "We stand with Ukraine." Piper puts the glasses on and it says, "We stand with Ukraine, the military, the military industrial complex." See, that makes a lot more sense to me. I didn't see that movie. I, I, but that totally jives now. You've got to see that movie along with Stone Cold. I know you keep Biden telling me Bosworth. about Stone Cold. That movie is the most violent movie you will ever see in your whole life. Violence is my love language. <laughs> Here's another Tom one. Tom, this this one's on you. <clears throat> it's a picture of Chris Christie on the debate stage on the left, and it says. What are you, ChatGPT? And then there's an old school man standing there in black and white and says, calm down, fat GPT. Fat GPT. <laughs> see what, I see what happened there. I see what happened. All right, okay. Now we'll go back to yours, Drew. I, well, they're not all mine. Some of them oh. get sent in. I just, I, just, I just grab a big-ass bin of them, and then we throw them up. Some yeah. are good, some aren't good. Yeah, yeah. That's Here's a, here, I, you should get, be able to get behind this one. Okay. It's Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan tearing his shirt off. <clears throat> Remember when everyone knew pro, pro wrestling was fake, and they finally admitted it, and the fans didn't care and continued to watch it anyways? We're almost there with politics and the media. We are there. We, I think we are. <laughs> yeah. I hope. We, yeah. yeah. The only people that believe it, the, the, the media and the politicians are telling the truth, are the same old ladies that we would see at Florida Championship Wrestling. They were sitting around ring Great reference. Totally believing that what they were seeing was true. Yes. Yes, 100%. Sorry, I was looking ahead to the next one to try and read it. Uh, we got the Taliban sitting around because a reminder... Oh, we've already talked a lot about Afghanistan today. I'm not going to get serious again. But we gave a country to a terrorist group. Yep. And we've got the Taliban sitting at the table there in the palace. If you ever feel useless, just remember the USA took four presidents, thousands of lives, trillions of dollars in 20 years to replace the Taliban with the the Taliban. Taliban. (laughs) Yep. Ding, 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 ding. True point. Here's another uh, Tom one. (laughs) <laughs> this is fantastic. That's... Go ahead. So it's Michelle Obama photoshopped on what's his name? Uh, Terry? Terry Cruz? Yeah. Well, it's the character from Idiocracy. The guy who becomes a president. 
Yeah, that's the same actor. Yeah, Terry. Yeah, Terry yeah, Crews. Terry I Crews. Can't remember Popping a Bud Light in Michelle Obama, twenty twenty four. It's her campaign. I love it. Nice, nice. Next one. Let's speed through a couple more before we get to the post-show press conference. Real quote to the people of Maui. Joe Biden with a fire in the background of his Corvette. I almost lost my cat, my wife, and <laughs> my 67 Corvette. <laughs> yep. Remember, lightning struck, and it almost split the house in two. And he, he yeah, this. Let's skip this one. Oh, oh you like it? Let's put it up. Put it up. We got a Dr. Seuss book. Things I will put up your ass if you don't shut up about that mask by Dr. Seuss. <laughs> I bet it is a good read. And my youngest daughter's learning to read now, so maybe maybe we can get that. I don't know if that'd be a good move. Here's no. one that I found that I found quite enjoyable. <laughs> okay. All right. Kamala Harris. Each time you light your lighter, your lighter gets lighter until your lighter gets so light that it won't light. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds just, just like her. Like her. <laughs> it, it really does. But it's true, though. Deep thoughts. But, I mean, it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How can I describe so this? So Chad just sent me this one. Yes, but this I'm is from Tom. Yes, because but, I almost pulled this. But this is from Chad. Tom. But Chad sent. I said, "Don't worry, it's coming up." Okay, we'll end with this one and go to the post-show press conference. So again, Mitch McConnell died yesterday during his speech. He's back alive now, but he <laughs> he he had another rough moment. And we've all seen the Jim Krasinski from The Office, right? With him, the white well, John Krasinski, John, sorry, John yeah. Krasinski, Jim in The Office. Uh, <laughs> Whatever. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Jim from the office with the whiteboard and and some cool phrases on there. Here's just Mitch McConnell pointing to the blank <laughs> whiteboard and then looking like he's stroked out again at the bottom. Uh, we are definitely all going to hell, but it's worth it because... And you know what? Zeke made a good point, just on a serious note. Zeke from RVM Network. You should check him out on Fridays and Saturdays on RVM Network. Reasonable suspicion. Reasonable suspicion. You'll know. Big jacked black dude awesome dude really good guy really smart i love the way he ends his show he says i got your six i love it mm. i'm like he does have my six I think he does. <laughs> yeah. but he, he he was like this is on you kentucky like mitch has been hanging on to his seat in power because he can comes back to us the voters it's not always that simple obviously there's there's issues and there's there's systems that are rigged there's people who have so much power and money that that it works that way reminder tomorrow's coin club it's friday Four Coin Club members only, 11 a.m. Eastern. Go sign up at dbcoinclub.com. You get access to the Friday show. You get entered into contests. You get access to special <clears throat> events in studio. If you're an annual member, you get a challenge coin sent to you. Vil uh, military and first responders, you get 30% off your membership because we love you and appreciate you. So sign up. You sign up and you watch all at dbcoinclub.com. For now, we're going to head to the post-show press conference, which we hope that you stick around for. Lord knows what's coming. And then stay after that for RVM Roundup with Chad Caton. Be safe, be smart, be free. And now, get ready for the This Is My Show post-show press conference. Sponsored by Colon Sport, the new frontier in electrolyte replacement and removal. All right, fun show. Good way to wrap up the week. You know, we're, we're getting used to and really enjoying, by the way, the X spaces. So for those of you who are there, it's been great. The engagement's been awesome there. Uh, yes, we go off the rails sometimes. You never know exactly what's going to happen on This Is My Show, but that's that's what we do here. We just see where it goes and, and have a good time. And then we finish it up with a post-show press conference like we're going to do now. And with that, I'll take some questions.
Yes, it's Vladimir Masaskaya for the Russian standard. Hey, Vladimir. Today we talked about Dusi and KJP, how they fight, and she doesn't like the questions that he asks. Why doesn't he, Dusi just take her out back and beat her, like we do in Russia, to all the women who, who speak to men like that? Well, it's, uh, it's a great question, Vladimir. I appreciate you being here. So it's just not socially, it's, it's maybe sometimes what you want to do, but it's not what's socially acceptable here. You guys have a very different set of rules over there, some of which we're jealous of. Not when it comes to beating women, to be clear. I'm not advocating for that. But um, you, you guys don't hold yourself to a, a set, uh, set group of rules or standards on certain issues, which helps you, by the way, in a lot of things, to include military uh, and intelligence operations. I, I always was jealous of a lot of other countries for, for the ability of their operators to go do things without some of the, the rules and, and barriers that were in, in our way. Uh, we, we're shorter on time today. Let's take one more question. Good afternoon, Drew. <laughs> Benjamin Beam, Boston Pride Daily. Oh, Drew, it is so wonderful to be with you. TGI Thursday. <laughs> do you have big plans for the weekend? I do. I do. I'm going uh, to watch some college football this weekend. Can't wait. I'm going to watch some college football tonight, but I'll be doing it in person this weekend. I'm just not going to say where because there's some crazies out there. But yes, I have some great plans. How about you, Ben? So uh, I've got tons of plans. I just, I love football. You know, that SEC. Woo! Roll Tide. <laughs> so, anywho, back to my question. Uh, uh, Alabama's playing this weekend, aren't they? You know, I don't know who Alabama plays, but they should be. It's week one. God, so yes. that Nick Saban does something to my cockles. <laughs> so, anywho, my question, well, everybody loves the winner. Anywho, so my question is about the, uh, the, the tornadoes that started in the Gulf of Mexico and hit Florida and traveled up through Georgia and I guess are now somewhere in uh, uh, Lake Superior or something. Huh. Um, I don't think that's how it worked, but yeah, okay. Uh, are you referring to the hurricane? Hurricane Adalia? Uh, what's the difference between a hurricane and a tornado? They're the same thing, aren't they? It's like, you know, tomato, tomato, right? It's a little different. I'm gonna, I don't think we have time to explain all of it. Um, but I definitely think that's, I mean, that's something really as simple. I'm not a proponent of Google, the corporation, but that's something as simple as, as a Google or a DuckDuckGo search. I think you could find your answers there. You'll see that tornadoes do often accompany hurricanes, Ben, but they're, but they're in fact different, different things. And there was a lot of devastation on the Florida Gulf Coast uh, and also to to clarify, it didn't go up at least as a as a mass into Lake Superior. So I think you're you're missing some key key elements of the story. Here. Oh, gotcha. So my question is in relation to that, and Governor DeSantis and uh, and bringing out FEMA to th what. what? Hold on a sec. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Nancy's water broke. Oh, my God. This is Na disgusting. Uh, 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 pee. Oh, it's, it's not pee. I don't know what this is. It's just, it's, she's oozing something. I don't know what's going on in here. Is there a medic around? I don't. Uh, uh, wet. Somebody do something. I can't stand it anymore. I'm leaving. Goodbye, Drew.
You've just heard Drew Berquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on DrewBerquist.com. Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. How in the world could such a small group of people with limited resources change world history? But in fact, that's happening, and it's the power of the truth. The truth is like kryptonite. Healthcare isn't, in some sense, working very well. Foster Colson is thinking about this. He's got a new company, an online healthcare platform called The Wellness Company. Telehealth company called The Wellness Company. The Wellness Company. TWC.health is The Wellness Company. The most popular product is the detoxification supplement. That features natokinase. Natokinase is the only enzyme that we're aware of right now that dissolves the spike protein. Spike protein is loaded in the body with the COVID-19 infection and definitely with the vaccines. We've been completely accurate on the spread of the virus, early treatment, on the deficiencies in hospital care, and now the deaths that are occurring after vaccination. This is a human outrage and it's occurring at the end of a hypodermic needle. Isn't it interesting? Natural substance is combating this man-made disaster. Moms and dads of America, you love your kids. You love God. You love this country. And you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books. They are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe no, for me. them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach yes, about character, you, hard work, Let's and get the weird. value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember, the land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud.
Welcome to 